here we are, um, Wave Dash 20, which is all about Nina Williams. Um, and I have two very uh, well-known Nina players here, two Nina experts. Uh, the first is a friendly tree. Hi, thank you very much for having me. It's truly an honor to be here. Hey, pleasure's all mine, man. And Mortz. Hi, guys. What's up? Thanks awesome. for having me. Pleasure, pleasure. And as always, we also have Dinosaur. Hey, what's up? Cool. So, um, yeah, Nina Nina Williams. Um, a character is, is a character that I'm not personally the biggest fan of. And I've talked a bit about this on, uh, well, my channel a bit. And I think on Main Man's channel. And I think... The problem is, is that when you get two big content creators both expressing a kind of a distaste for a certain character, you can kind of, it, it kind of influences people. And I feel there is sort of an obligation here to talk to people who are really passionate about this character. So that's one of the main thrusts behind this podcast. And I guess that leads to the first question. Guys, um, you're both Nina mains, Friendly Tree and Mortz. Why do you play Nina and... What attracted you to the character? Shall I start? Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, yeah go. go. <laughs> okay, well, yes, I'm a Nina main. I've been a mm -hmm. Nina main since probably about 2006 now, but it did take me a while to actually get onto the character. Mm. And the reason was really due to the technical inputs. So I remember watching some old videos of like Only Practice, Nongu Hem, and this was Tekken 5 time, by the way seeing things like the side set one cancels, the Jap combo. Mm. And I just found that quite fascinating and fun to learn, especially because the situation I was in at the time meant I didn't have too many opponents to verse, and I had more time when I was playing in practice mode, so more time to focus on the more technical side of things. Mm. Um, the character design itself isn't what drew me to the character at all. Mm. I'm not, like, I don't specifically use female characters. I'm not a waifu player or anything. <laughs> but um, I guess with Nina, it kind of resonates with me. I'm quite straight to the point as a person. Mm. I try and be. And um, I suppose with her, it sort of feels like I could be creative and I could express myself in how mm. I played the character. Yeah, like, uh, she's, like, there's no question about it. She's incredibly deep technical character like especially once you get to stuff like you know the side step one cancels the higher sheet of step um stuff like you know butterfly loops as well it's, it's she's there's a lot to her there's a lot to her there's no question and anytime i see a nina player they're, they're always quite different at, i mean at, at a yeah. higher level um Mortz, how about how about you uh mine's really not as deep as uh a friendly trees mine is mm. just um Back in like fifth grade or something, um, I've been playing Tekken 3. Then, you know, um, some guy in class talked trash, you know, and um, wanted to play uh, Tekken 3. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we, we fought and he used Nina on me and I got wrecked, like totally wrecked. And wh while he was wrecking me, he was talking so much shit, trash. Um, then after that, um, I just studied Nina through and through. Um, then, you know, um, after that, uh, Tekken Tag 1 came out. I was using Nina ever since. Um, and not, not, not necessarily because I like her um, design or, 
I like um you know uh her moveset it's just that um she she's the character like I'm the, the her moveset is the one I'm super comfortable with mm. so it's just a comfort level and using other characters just doesn't have the same comfort level so it's just as simple as that like no no character design no affinity whatsoever it's just like um like I can express myself more with her moveset yeah the, the the word expression is coming up quite a lot here um and, and i found that's generally one of the reasons i mean often with the legacy characters as well um that word comes up all the time um i i just want to ask like what is it about nina that allows you to express yourself and this might be a hard somewhat nebulous question how can you express yourself with Nina exactly? Should well, I go first? Or, or, yeah, go, go, go for it. You go for it. <laughs> you go. Um, like, um, uh, firstly, because of um, you know, there, um, I've been playing Nina for so long, but um, it's just that um, she has a lot of um moves. Like, like for example, um, Nina is like a Swiss Army knife. Um. Oh. Like, she has tools for every situation, um, but there's, like, 12 of them. So imagine, like, having a multiple choice and, like, the uh, um, the choices are, like, 12 items instead of four, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that's, um, um, that's one of the reasons because, um, like, for example, um, for a situation, like, you block a DF1. If you're Kazumi, you just, like, uh uh retaliate with like uh uh do you do back to do you do it, it's just like four four options after a situation like Nina can do like 12 mm -hmm. so yeah so that's uh and also the sidestep one cancels uh re really really live uh leaves a lot for expression because you mm -hmm. can do virtually anything yeah. from a sidestep one yeah. and you can convert combos from left to right you want to change the angle you want to change the axis you know mm. so yeah there's a lot of expression to be uh made with Nina. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. absolutely and a lot of that's what i was going to say as well or very similar um aria as you said before that when it comes to higher level nina players you notice that they all play quite differently yeah. so a lot of it's because yeah, in any situation, there's not going to be just one move that can work there. A lot of the time, you will have multiple scenarios, multiple mix-ups, multiple mind games that are going on in the background and that you can use Nina's toolset for. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you can just see all players play differently. She has the potential to play rush down up close. She has the potential to use lots of strings for pressure. She has the potential to space and evade and whiff punish very well. She can really cover all bases, and it's about how you enjoy playing the game and what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's just, like with the sidestep one and the um, uh, the butterfly edge and so on. She's she's also a character like where she's as hard as you want her to be. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think True. you know if you want to. You want if you want to really max out the character, it's extremely difficult. You know, mm. basically an, a virtually unlimited technical ceiling. Uh, like, and but on the other hand, 
if you want to play a relatively simple, straightforward game, you can do that with the character. It's probably not particularly optimal. You know, she's got, she's still got long-reaching wall travel. Um, so, uh, you know, without doing sidestep, without doing while standing one or court circle board one combos, um, and I think, yeah, it's that there's a um, there's like a, a big a big spectrum of play, like going all the way up from from very from like very basic up to um, extremely high level. Hmm. Yeah, like actually, that was one of my personal issues with the character in that when you look at the top level, it's 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 just incredibly cool, as you say, it's very expressive, it's very tactical and deep. But then most of the Ninas I play are just like. You know, uh, can opener down three, four, three, down four, three, four, three plus four. You know, like it's just like we were talking a bit before about um, what was it? Guess uh, like guest Tekken, like in in tournament, like Dino, uh, Dino, you were mentioning it was like um, the knowledge check, right? knowledge checks, yeah, yeah, knowledge check with Tekken, the knowledge checks, yeah. Um, and it's just like I-, I feel like yeah, you can play at any level, but it's not like it's a smooth, gradual gradient it's like either it's all knowledge checks or it's this crazy deep technical character it's just like it's like this it's like a massive hop as opposed to a gradual curve if you know what i mean yeah just to add on that uh yeah go on go on just to add on that um that's why there are like uh very few like high level nina players right now because Mm -hmm. um you're you're like um your journey um like starts with knowledge checks right like mm. as you go up through the ranks you know and you get spoiled then there's like a and it drops off very quickly mm. you know when people when you reach a certain rank that people know how to fight the the strings and whatever you know you just drop and most people just 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 quit pina you know yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. This is the thing. A lot of characters. You, you, you hit a wall. Sorry, sorry go on, go on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, you do. You hit a wall there, and I mean, I, I remember you guys will know the arcade mentality of you sort of you just keep losing until you figure out how to win. And I think there are a lot of, I guess, traps with Nina mm. with these knowledge checks where you start off and you find these strings and you think, wow, they're working, they're doing great, but then mm. you come across play- come across players that know how to deal with it, and suddenly you don't know what to do and. Yeah. You really have to evaluate what you're doing and figure out how to approach the game differently. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lesson for players that she can give people. So many characters fall into this trap, though. I mean, you you can make the same case against, like, you know, Scrubby Law against Good Law, Scrubby <laughs> Brian against <laughs> Good Brian. But I feel I feel like like Nina is the most kind of like her her. Scrubby stuff is actually quite hard to deal with, even if you're a decent player, especially online. You know, like I feel like Scrubby Brian stuff is pretty easy to deal with. Law as well, but Nina, I feel like it, it's the most explicit. This this problem, like the, the 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 knowledge checks, or at least the potency of the knowledge checks. I feel like they can get you somewhat far. They can, yes. Yeah. Um, and you're right, it does. It extends to multiple characters. So it's not only Nina. And you're right, there can be a lot of difficulty. But 
I guess that that's what makes her a lab character, as people yeah. call it, where you do need yeah. to go and you need to actually learn the matchup. Yep. Yeah. Now, I really do want to like this character. Like, as I said, like, uh, you know, I, I think it's so cool that the, the, the amount you can do with her. But I, I always felt like the development team never really knew exactly what direction to go with Nina. I feel like, but maybe, you know, like, this is why I have you guys here to kind of, to kind of debate me on this. Like, I think let's take a look at a history of Nina Williams. And guys, I want to ask you, um, Morton Friendly Tree, when, when did you guys like start playing Nina? So I properly started playing Nina in 5.1 at the arcades. But I don't don't have a great knowledge of the game back then, mm. um, and it was not long after um, Dark Resurrection came out, and we also had the console release of 5.0. Mm. So most any of my early tournament experience is in Dark Resurrection, really. Okay. Okay, Dark Resurrection. Um, Maltz, how about you? Yeah, I properly started like. Um playing money matches in Tekken Tag 1. So I've been using Nina and Anna uh, back in Tekken Tag 1. Wow, old school. And, you know, they're kind of strong. Um, yeah. it, it, a lot of people don't know that, but um, they're kind of strong in Tag in tag 1. So, yeah, yeah um, I won my first proper tournament back then in Tag 1 That's using true. the sisters. That's super cool. <laughs> Nice. Now, Nina's like always been at least like at least high mid tier, if not top tier. And I think Tekken Seven is the only game, correct me if I'm wrong, where she's like decidedly mediocre. Or at least not mediocre, but the amount of effort you need to put into her, like why pick Nina and do all this crazy sidestep one stuff when you can just like just just pick Leroy, like (laughs) you know. It's a sad you know, truth it, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't like that in the beginning because Nina wasn't like, I, I think um, this is my, I think that, you know, Namco went into the direction of they wanted Nina to be an execution character, mm. but she, she she really wasn't back then. Like Tag 1, Tek, Tekken 4, Tekken 5, DR. Nina wasn't, you, you didn't really need to have executions back then, you know. Yeah. Uh, it started <laughs> like, you know, maybe six tag two and now that Damco went into the direction of they wanted her to be like an execution character like Lee or something like I think a loyalist. Was, I think it was yeah. I think it was four. It was by accident. Hayashida. Um right? Yeah. Because Hayashida yeah, and and because four, four was the first one where like sidestep one was really started to get popularized. Mm. Because yeah. that, but like I, I don't think I don't think they meant to do that. I think they were like, let's put Ivory Cutter in this game. Um, plus one on block, woohoo! Yeah, plus one on block and four scratch, yeah. tracking perfectly in one direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, because I'd, I'd be interested. Like, uh, like, what did you think was good about Tekken Tag Nina? Because I always thought she was whack. <laughs> Like Mortz, because I mean, I would, I would, like, Anna I'm was pretty good, like, right? I'm sure you actually love a lot more than than I do. Yeah, I thought I thought Anna was good, but I always thought I thought Nina kind of sucked in tag. But, but yeah, 
yeah, Nina was good for the meta back then because the the meta was like uh, Mishimas. So and Hayashida, you know, you're virtually you're virtually option selecting everything the Mishimas can do because they had the like the mid godfish, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the god the electric with the tag, you know, the special mid. Mm-hmm. So and you know everything whiffs and Nina can block block the the godfish and the hell sweep. With the Hayashida, so you know they can't really go in and mix you up, and also mm-hmm. Nina's magic four back then was godlike. Um, uh, Nina's magic four back then was like Nina's. It's like Nina's back four now. You get a free launcher mm. in Taguan, so you you do magic four, then you do the. It was a launcher back then, the QCF two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and the eight frame jab. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff back there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, down, yeah, downfall one two being plus one, and I think one two one was yeah. plus one as well. You no. Know. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But it's usually just for the Mishimas, you know. Uh, I think overall Nina's weak, but for the Mishim for the meta back then that are mm. people are all Mishimas, she's strong because right. of the just for the Mishimas. But overall, she's weak. Okay, so good matchups against the top tiers, but overall, yeah, yeah, great. yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nina... she still like she lacked crazy amounts of things that she has later on, like any tech and tech one character. Yeah, that's mm. right. She lacks a lot of things, but for the Mishima, she's good. Her um downfall was a special mid in tag one, wasn't it? Y- yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you should, I forgot that. So you do just do down three. Hit three down three. Yeah, that's pretty much all she had, right? <laughs> and if they punish the down three, you do down three four, and you oh, yeah. get a mini lunch and whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had like, she didn't have like a while standing launcher. I don't think while standing two didn't launch. Yeah, that you just do what um, Lay did, what Lay was yeah. doing in tag one. You know, you know how they play Lay. Mm-hmm. You just ha 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 ha, then play like. Uh, chase, chase me. Yeah, you know, just that's how Nina's played back then in Taiwan. You just Hayashida mm. versus yeah. Mishimas. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I never saw like functional tournament level like Nina in that game. Like everyone, because that was the whole thing. Like she was, she was nerfed so badly from Tekken Three. Everyone mm. was just like, uh, no, and and yeah, other characters were super good. Oh, that's that's super interesting. Um, yeah, I really would have liked to see see that. It'd be it'd be cool. Well, I think Nina. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Is one of the three characters, and the others being Paul and Yoshimitsu, that has been in every single Tekken. So Tekken one, two, three, Tag four, five, Dark Resurrection six, Bloodline Rebellion, Tag two, and Tekken seven, of course. And even Yoshimitsu is debatable if it's the same person or not. Don't um, forget, she's also been in any other spin-off game too, including her own Death by Degrees. Oh yeah, she's everywhere. Not, I haven't actually, I haven't actually played. I haven't played that Death by Degrees. So Look, sure. don't, don't worry about it. Like, it's it's cool, but camera issues are the big thing that set it back. That's what everyone says. Yeah, let me need to play it again. I don't know if I can bring myself to. It looks super. Got some like weird twin stick control system, right? Uh, yeah, is that yeah, is that right. the one you got to like? You kind of attack in the direction you want to go in. Uh, I, yeah, interesting. I heard it, it was a terrible yeah. game. You know, 
the only reason I'd play it is to look at the animations, go like, hey, look, there's Ivory Cutter and things like that. Well, um, I mean, like, if we're, if we're talking about Tekken, I mean, if we're starting with Tekken 1, like, uh, do we need to start with Tekken 1? Like, um, Diana, you might only, know. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I know about Tekken 1 is that she had, is that, like, Ford Ford 4 has, like, a million... Uh, you got a free wake up kick, like, didn't you? No, you, you. I think you just you just stand up and launch them. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, like they they're stunned for like a second. Yeah. Uh, that's all I know about that game. Uh, I did. I have. I have messed around with all the characters in Tekken Two. I don't remember Nina having anything like that jumped out to me. I'm sure like down. I'm sure her, I'm sure like uh, I thought Downford One grab does a million points of damage and it's unbreakable. But tons of characters have mm. stuff like that. I don't remember anything like jumping out at me. Mm. Um, Tekken three. I mean, you know, you wrote the script for the retrospective we made recently, and you called it the most overrated. You gave it the most overrated <laughs> character award. Yeah, oh. uh, I mean, that's just. I mean, Mort's actually like maybe if there's like if if Hashida is actually super good in that game, I might mm. I might be completely wrong. Um, no, no. I like you had. She had like yeah, she still had safe to find cannon and mm. like downfall down for one, like the poke strings were still good, downfall one, two and all that other kind of stuff, but like yeah. it's not like flying kick into guaranteed Godfist yeah. or um four three four into guaranteed waning moon or like any of the, the just the bonkers jab strings in that game. Mm. Like, yeah, in Tekken three she she's uh, not she can't hold the candle over the other characters. Right. Digging into my mm. Discord knowledge, um, she was the only character that had a low parry, though. So that's she was one, one of them, yeah. She had low parry. I think she had low parry. It was low, low parry Divine Cannon, I think, was... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, also, um, other, other characters had low parry back in Tekken 3, like Xiaoyu yeah. and... You know. oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Xiaoyu, Lei, and Huarang, for some completely weird reason. Low parry... Joe Brian, Brian. skyrocket. Yeah, Brian had it. Um, they do the low parry into the Chains of Mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Um, yeah, the classics. Um, yeah, so like, so Tekken 3, I think a lot of people thought she was good because the, like, the, the game hadn't been explored that well and people just liked aggressive poking. Mm. And But yeah, like, people, like yeah. when you look back at it, you're just like, oh man, look at, look at Jin in this game. Uh, Tekken Tag, like Mort said, I mean, I thought she sucked, but it, like Mort's probably has explored her obviously way more than I have. Hmm. Um, there's um, but that was four, Tekken Four. But Four, especially, started being like good, like really, really good. Yeah, Four was when yeah, people were yeah. like, "Oh no, this is legit." Mm-hmm. But it was only, it was interestingly enough, it was only like later. Mm-hmm. Um, like she wasn't, she didn't jump out at people. Yeah, Ivory Cutter jumped out of people, but Hayashida and Sisset One didn't. Mm. Um, like it was an American player, Tom Hilfiger, who really like started doing mm, really yeah. well with her, at least in at least in like the Western scene. Um, but yeah, like so she had Ivory Cutter in that game, and like we said, Ivory Cutter tracks perfectly against Sidestep Left, mm. forces Crouch, it's plus one on block, and it is plus fifteen of freak advantage on yeah. Meaning, yeah, if you're on, good. 
Mm. If you're on player, if you're on player one side and you're playing against Nina, she does Ivory Cutter. You, if you press buttons, you'll get like Magic Four or Jab. So you're like, okay, what movement options do I have to beat Ivory Cutter? You have no movement options to beat Ivory Cutter. <laughs> block on player one side because you can't sidestep. Uh, you're in because you're in full grouch. You can't sidestep right. But she just does Ivory Cutter again, and you can't backdash because it's Tekken Four. Yeah, and Ivory Cutter has disgusting range anyway. Like so, Ivory Cutter loops. Um, and, and when sorry, and when you you get to player two, you just grab switch and you're in player one again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was the one where like people started doing like sidestep one had true advantage, so you did sidestep one into like sidestep one into downfall is guaranteed on block. Hmm. Um. Uh, I'd like uh, if anyone's like asking, you couldn't get jabs or whatever, but um, it's because of like facing even by the wall. Um, and yeah, Hayashida avoided tons and tons of stuff. Um, wait a minute, Mords. Uh, you said Hayashida in uh, Tag One. Hayashida was hard in Tag One. No, there, there's like um, you can do Hayashida in like two ways. Um, actually, until now, you can do Hayashida in two ways. Like, you can do the Hayashida like like Nina is going up, but you can also do mm-hmm. the Hayashida like it's just purely going purely back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you should. That's the Hayashida that's good in Tag One. Mm. Okay. But the Hayashida that's yeah, good yeah. in Four was the the one going you know going up going sideways. Yeah, up. Right. Up, of course, I'll go back. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. no, nothing hits you. It's just like Steve's FF2. That's the only one that hits you. Or Sonic Fang. They they run into mm-hmm. and Sonic Fang. That's the only thing that hits you. Even Jin's laser scraper can't hit you while you're doing Ayashida. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so she had she just had like crazy crazy movement in Tekken 4 and she had good pressure, but the only thing she didn't have is that like her mix ups were still pretty mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. Um I have like, like uh, the wall. Like every every character had a good good wall push mix up. She did have a like, so she was good there. But like, it wasn't the same as like, Jin or hmm. uh, Paul or Mishima's or stuff like that. So hmm. she didn't really. Uh, yeah, she was super good in that game. Hmm. I mean, top top three is generally regarded as Jin, Steve, Nina, and a kind of rock paper scissors dynamic. Where Steve beats Jin, Jin beats Nina, Nina beats Steve, right? Pretty much. I think because Steve couldn't Nina really pressure beat Nina. Jin didn't didn't she? Uh, I don't know. Uh, beats Jin. Yeah. Nina beats Jin. Steve beats Nina. I think. Oh, that's well, it's interesting because like the I remember like Tom Hilfiger. He said it, he said he said he thought it was the other way around because mm. he was just like. Once I think he basically just said like once Jin gets you to block jabs, it's too hard. Mm. Like the even though even though like Nina had eight frame jabs and stuff, it's just like the guess is too difficult. Mm. Um, uh, because even like because like you, I think you could hit her with laser scraper in some situation. Like if you timed the laser scraper or whatever, and you could do crouch dash one on one side. I think me. I think Jin. I think Steve was well. He, he said, like, he, he, I think he beat Nin and uh, he went to Korea. Hmm. Um, so I don't know, but it wasn't really a matchup I, I played much, to be honest. Hmm. 
Hmm. Um, anything else to add about Tekken 4 in general or Tekken 4 Nina? Um, um, because in, of, no, I mean it was just like it was like I said. I think it's the probably the birth of like technical Nina, right? right uh, yeah. But then again, Tekken Five came out just after that, which was like the scrubbiest she's ever been. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the Scourge. Before we head on to the Scourge, which is Tekken Five Point <laughs> Nina. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, where to start with five point oh Nina? <sighs> um, up forward one. Yeah, yeah. So, forward one. <laughs> yeah, up forward one. Um, so, notorious up forward one, of course. Yeah, let's move like this. This mid, which hit way down to the ground, which just went for miles and miles, and just gave you free damage, like in combos, ridiculous. Okay. Um. Like I think it was it was it was like um Shaheen's seven point while standing three. Like it was guaranteed after certain combos, right? In the it was it was the combo ender. Yeah. But it was the fact that mm. the up forward I can't even, I can't remember but the so up forward one into stomp was yeah. I think guaranteed mm. at least on most characters. All you could do was to reduce the damage slightly. Yeah, that's you tried right. to reduce the damage. She just did down for one, down for one, up for one, and uh, like uh, due to like the fact that in uh, the the life bar was tiny in, in five point oh, you were basically dead mm. after if you ever tried to reduce the damage from the stomp. You, she got you with down for one. Mm. Um. So. And um, the okay afterwards. Had to the stomp. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Um, like her down forward um, one, I know, two was it was plus, even... right? Her down forward one two was that... like plus two or something. Plus something. It was plus one. Plus, plus one. one. Yeah. Plus one. Yeah, yeah. Also, like um, spider knee, uh, like the just frame down forward one two yeah. three both punches. It pushed back super far. I think only Fang could punish it. I don't think Steve could because he didn't have. No, Steve, Steve can punish. It's just that the first hit of the Sonic Fang mm. and yeah. the second one whips. Yeah. Because they uh, and, also, and also Nina has the, uh, like the pushback with the Divine Cannon. If mm-hmm. you do yeah. the down, the alternate down, down command, the down, down, back three. Yeah. Uh, the, it's like only Steve can punish it, I think. With I thought it was minus. The same. I thought it was like minus. It's still minus ten or something in in, in five point the the down down back three version. Mm, I remember it being super safe. I think only Steve can punish it, but you know, uh, don't in, take my word for it. In DR, it was minus seventeen. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they pushed. Yeah, they put it back in in DR. They were like, no, no, we give all this stuff is going back. This was the. Yeah. I think this was also the game where she got. She got like, oh, she got down back three for the first time. Mm, yeah, she got forward three for the first time, which was super good. Uh, it just a launcher as a, it was the most, execution. Yeah, exactly. It was the most damaging uh, 14 frame launcher in the game because it was forward three, full crouch down four one, not down four one, but full crouch down four, down four one, and down forward one, up forward one. 
happened because up forward one hit on the side. In this case, you didn't do the stomp, you did the slap. Mm, they stood yeah. up, you know, so course up forward one. So if they stood up, they just got launched. Um, and it was fully, yeah, fully guaranteed. I think it was like 80, 80 plus damage, which is well over half life in Tekken 5. Mm. You know what's sick about that um, Nina forward one, Oki? Was it just like another piece of the puzzle, another piece of the like the the brokenness? The other broken stuff was down three plus four, the stomp on hit. Because you can do another stomp or you can uh, float with down for one. Mm-hmm. That's the other broken thing that nobody talks about the, the stomp, the recovery after the yeah. stomp. Because like in back in Tekken 5.0, I do like a forward one ender. Then, you know, people know the, the pickup. So I just do stomp, 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 then down four one, then he's dead. You know? So yeah, that's huh. the other uh, the other piece of the brokenness. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but like Yeah. So Basically, ridiculous combo damage, crazy Oki, and just lockdown. Yeah. I mean, you have to remember she also had an 8-frame jab. So you have an 8-frame jab combined with down forward 1-2, which jails, and is plus 1. Like, like some characters just can't do anything, basically. And everyone can, like, <laughs> movement is good. Movement is still good in 5.0. Yeah. So, like, she still wasn't, she's still probably... Like, I still think, like, in in a weird way, like, even though I struggle a lot against Nina's in 5.0, mm. I still think she's a bit overrated. Because mm. it's, it's sort of like... Uh, with the exception of, like, the flaw, like, the, the problems with Nina in every game, like, the strengths are still... The strengths are still the strengths, and the, the weaknesses are, to some extent, the weaknesses are still the weaknesses. But, like, it's just the fact that, like, down forward 1-2... It's always in Nina's favor to to block to get this move blocked, whether it's plus or not. Like in any game, if she's if she's able to in situations to get it blocked, but it's always the the thing that like Nina is just not the greatest character at dealing with movement. Hmm. And five point dealt with this with like safe divine cannon and up forward one, basically. Hmm. They're still not as good yeah. as like you know it still wasn't. In the end, it was still just like we're gonna have to take if you you're gonna have to take a risk to get in That's on right. Steve. Yeah, he yeah. Be- yeah. Uh, just to add on that, because in um, she has at that time there was no like really proper tracking moves. So to deal with people with good movement, you really have to do dash DF one two. Right. You know you ha- really have to throw yourself into you know for your move to track, and you know that opens up. Opens you up for a lot, like Steve back one and a lot other stuff. So, so approach, yeah. approach is a mix, I guess mix ups and approaches have always been her weaknesses. More the second, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh, and yeah, so I, it's, it's one of the things that like, it's one of the things that always makes the Mishima Mishima versus Nina matchup like interesting. I think in particular is that like. He has a huge advantage, close, but uh, it's sort of a bit like Nina and like Law versus Machinas. You know, she has a huge advantage up close and pressuring and so on. But um, they have much more chances to like uh, take life leads back 
and to like win off a single like single spacing guess. Um, so yeah, I mean there was that as well. Like she wasn't wasn't super. She wasn't as good as you would think against like characters like Mishima's or mm. um, yeah or Steve or um, yeah. It was, I mean it was it was had the, she had sort of the same thing as as like Fang. Like everyone was like, oh my god, Fang is incredibly good in this game, but Fang mm. just isn't not that good against movement. He just mm. isn't like in any archetype. Um, so yeah, that was that was basically five point Onina. Ida. Um. So between 5.0 to Dark Resurrection, what did they do to her? Absolutely shagged her. Like, <laughs> we're just like, look at all this shit. It's going in the bin. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, Divine Cannon got jucked. Upward One got jucked. Um, what did they get rid of? Oh, Spider Knee. Uh, just Frame Spider Knee uh, yeah. went in the bin. They were like. You can have this plus frame down forward one too. You're not getting a safe mid throw. So you're not getting a safe mid auto throw afterwards. Um, forward and three just became what it is now. Mm. It wasn't a launcher anymore. Like weirdly enough, I heard that I heard that like the Koreans thought she was good in DR, which was always weird to me because I thought I would have thought she would have been really bad. In I never saw I never saw any sort of videos which made me mm. think. Oh wow, this character's super good. But, um, like you know, I never saw anything that made me think, "Oh no, she is good." Uh, this was one of the ones. Where I again, I thought Dr. Nina was kind of was kind of whack. Mm. Um, like the uh, best. Yeah, in... to, like you guys will know way way more than I do because I was I was not playing against the character. Like the character dropped out of European tech and <laughs> instantly after five point for some reason. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there was anything that stood out too much in DR. She'd lost, it was pretty much she got gutted from 5.0. But um, I still enjoyed using her, still tried to do what I did. I was still pretty early in the game, of course. Um, am I am I right in remembering her size step 2 was only Nick 12 then? Yeah, I think they only yeah. made it 14 in uh, 6. Yeah, I think it was in 6, yeah. Mm. Um, um, was it? But no, she didn't have much more. Some point, like, um, at some point they, I, I remembered, but at some point they made they made down back three minus fifteen on block. I can't remember what game it was in, but I just remembered being like, oh, guys, five point one. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> I just remember being like, guys, come on, <laughs> that's just mean. Yeah. That's Anna. That's Anna stuff. <laughs> I think uh, Nina in DR is like uh, just just balanced, you know, not mm. too strong, not too weak, but mm. she can play at a competitive level back then. I think mm. um, um, you don't get all the you know the crazy crazy things from five point zero, but uh, the bread and butter back then was you had a godlight sidestep too. Mm-hmm. It it's it's like. It evaded like everything except like laser cannons, and you can just do sidestep. Then, you know, if something moves or whatever, <laughs> just press two. You know, mm. and if it something doesn't move, press one. So you get you can get the plus. You know, so mm. it's it's just like uh, you. That's that. I think 
was when Nina's really started to get technical. I think mm. for me, for me. So, yeah, and you know all the option selects and whatever. And I really missed her her a forward one back then. Uh, did you remember that? It's like her a forward one now, but the there's like a, yep. yeah, but there's like a block stun and it launches and counter hit. Yeah, hit grounded right. And hit grounded, and yeah. also uh, it recovers on low profile, so you can't get electric or whatever. Yeah. Like Next now you can launch a high bounce, wasn't it? So you could get yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And and it's a good okay. Like if the opponent is rolling on the ground, you just sidestep one and you know a forward one, and you know you hit grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I think it's just really balanced. Um, you had to rely on movement really in DR. Not too, but I... not too strong. I think. Other thing they took out in. Another one of the things they took out from 5.0, which was which was just super weird, um, like a launch on counter hit wipe the floor, like and they're yeah. like, no, this move is too fast. If you get counter hits on this, yeah, shit, and the players like they re- they were really going after her for some for like um, for for like I mean 5.1 was was absurd, but like so like the the. The launch animation on counter hit wipe the floor like they they were like you can't have this back for it was it was like parents taking a toy away they're like you can't have this back for like six games <laughs> back to you in seven like, and in dr i think um you know one of the korean big big tournaments nina was on grand finals mm-hmm. it was nongbu that was, Nong, that was nongbu right nongbu. Yeah, yeah versus yeah. like the paul player I, I forgot the name um yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it was um, it was what's it called? It was it was Marduk player. Uh, he because he he went on to play Marduk. Um, what the hell's his name? Um, still around, uh, a bit I think. Um, yeah, but um, that yeah. gave me the the idea that you know Nina can be played at a high level, uh, in the R. So about like I do Narkov? remember like that was no, that was Narakov, yeah. yeah. Narakov, that's right. Um, Narakov, Nongbu yeah. versus Narakov. So, but that that was like a tournament that was, I think, early enough in DR that that like weird stuff was going on. I think <laughs> I remember Holman knee with like Dragonov and something like that, and Dragonov was trash in that <laughs> game. Um, yeah. uh, uh yeah, like I remember, yeah, I remember like Nongbu, he was the he was the guy back then. Mm. Yeah, like uh, that was one of the, that's also one of the things that like I think has changed Nina quite a lot is that they have she's the character that got hurt the most by this is the ability to like really delay sidestep moves out of sidestep. I think that's something I noticed when I was playing I think it's I think it is a seventh thing. Feel like they've increased that window a lot in seven specifically, because mm. I was like trying to do the thing of Brian, like I was like I was a Nina player. I'd try and do like sidestep, then like wait and see, and then do one. Mm. I don't think you can. I just I just feel like in in this game you just have to do sidestep. You just have to do sidestep. Oh, you, you can't you can't in this earlier. game. Mm. Yeah, mm. And, and I think it's specifically attack and seven thing. But right. Any someone could correct me. Yeah, you're um, you're right. You're right. Agree. Does that remove a big chunk of like her meta, basically? That you can't like sidestep, mm-hmm. wait to see what they a... do. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's it a hugely like powerful re on reaction yeah. with Punisher. Yeah. Like unbutton, yeah. uh, really fast. Um, like minus four minus fourteen in most games, but dr. Um, mm. But also like difficult to remember to punish optimally. Mm. Um, like Nina has a lot of moves where she sticks her hand up in the air like this. <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, it's the right hand, and she's done this, and uh, go! Like, uh, like you, you successfully identified Nina move like this, number 17, the minus 14 one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, so um... Interesting. Because I feel like when we once we get to second seven, like she was kind of screwed over by the system, in ha both how it was homogenized, and I guess like now that you mention it, that's probably another facet of her gameplay that was kind of just removed entirely. It sounds like. Um, but yeah. let, but I guess like just just to go sequentially in order, so Dark Resurrection decidedly mid tier Nina. I mean, I just want to ask, how did she fare against? Because the top dogs were like Mishima's and uh, Gunryu, right? In Dark Resurrection. I mean, how did she fare against them? Mort's probably like knows better than me, but like, again, like, it's not. I don't think it's like a matchup issue. It's not like one of these things where it'd be like, oh no, she can't punish any, any of the stuff they do, or she can't. It's just like. Just in that game, they just they just cover space better and, and mix up better than her. So it's just mm. I don't think it's like a um, there's better characters. Yeah, there's just there's just better characters, but like I think movement. Yeah, movement is a big balancing movement. Movement is just a big balancing factor in favor of the stronger player in that game. In mm. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, you just deal with them with movement because like Tekken Five series is like. Uh, it's not like the better uh, who has the better moves wins. Who is like uh, who has the better movement uh, wins? Yeah. Because it's like a game of chicken, you know. You just um, then whoever uh, in this is in like higher levels, you know. Um, if you and whoever like loses his school and does the move, then he's the one who's gonna get launched, you know. So, yeah. It's uh, it's such a movement heavy game. Mm -hmm. Um, and going to a less movement heavy game, uh, Tekken Six, which is kind of like where they started chipping away at system mechanics. I mean, how I don't really remember many people using Nina in Tekken Six. I mean, should we should we start with six point or? Like, is there anything we need to mention here between 6.0 and Bloodline Rebellion? I I don't really know. Combos were ridiculous in 6.0. Oh, yeah? Every character's combos were ridiculous in 6.0. Yeah. But remember, this is when she got her butterfly loops. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then mm -hmm. when, when you go to the wall, so you could pretty much wall-to-wall -wall anywhere, mm. then bound with Ivory Cutter. And then I think in 6.0, you could do, like, down forward 3-2, sidestep 1, back up forward 3, and that would work as a wall hit. Wow, <laughs> it was absurd. Like, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, like someone just commented that down forward one two one two one plus two all connected at the wall, so the the entire string. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not surprised in the slightest. As well. I mean, yeah. this this is the game where like Kazia up forward four 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 like that whole thing connected after a wall splat. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically just it is basically just the like the combo system that we have today, but it has one extra hit before the quick fall animation starts coming in. So like the the best example of this is um or an extremely Australian character in uh Tekken Six from what I can remember. Um was was it Dion who used to play Law? I remember I remember seeing Australian videos. But yeah, like the, so the classic thing in, in that game is like Law's wall combo is four three four SS Warden Tree. Um mm. Like every in every situation, like like Brian, for example, his combos are generally about to get um get uh good taunt follow ups. Want to have them being hit twice in this game before quickfall starts, uh, and in any game since BR in six point oh it was three times. So basically, three times and then quickfall was the was the combo route in that game. So. Presumably, I mean, like uh, it never, it never, like Nina probably never really got explored fully in six point oh. She mm. probably had some absolute dumb stuff involving like ten sidestep ones into something or whatever. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, like six point oh, I, I don't remember like any of the differences between six point oh and BR Nina. Mm. Um, off the top of my head. Yeah. I gotta be honest, the only ones I really know are just to do with the system changing mm. from six point oh to BR. Hmm. Sorry, yeah, um, yeah. I, I didn't play that those games. <laughs> yeah. Well BR was um, the main competitive, I mean, mainstay for for tech that you know, Tekken Six in general. I mean, how was she in Bloodline Rebellion? Like fairly midish? Uh, I think she was good. Like yeah. uh, I think she's she's upper she's definitely like upper tier in in, in BR. It's just, it's just that like you know as in all of these games you could just just play someone easier. Mm. Um, yeah. But um, so I'm trying to think of uh, moves that she has. Um, well, butterfly is I mean she got the butterfly yeah. loops in Tekken Six. She also got her down too low in this one. So that, oh, that yeah, the opportunity that for the reset. It was also it was like nineteen damage, if I remember correctly. So it was really good as a low poke. Mm. Although it was it was low minus on hit, but still just as a low poke it was great. Mm. So that really opened yeah. up her low game in general. I think she was very and like uh, this is the thing, like from six point oh I think they pretty much sort of held her really stable. Like she hasn't changed much since six point oh in general. She's just had few things added to her yeah, this was when she got every cutter loops um this was when um i think she probably like she still had one plus like ivory cutter itself was still good i think having down two, i think it allowed her to like combo off stuff like size step both punches mm-hmm. which meant that she had like a super good like like i said this super good sidestep game because you know have sidestep one short range mm. plus step two to whiff punish and so I said both punches as a mid, which is sort of a launcher. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, you could uh, you could link with down two in there from yeah. DN6 on. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is really where we started to see the Nina that we would see for the next few games, I think, in terms of mm. uh, strengths and weaknesses. I think probably what I think she was, I think she's better in BR than she is in uh, Seven, for example, partially because, um, partially because like all the characters in Tekken Seven are better than the ones in BR, and she's right. basically sort of pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, um, and also like just Ivory Cutter has a big hitbox in. Attack on six. It's just not plus like it was in in previous games, but it's it's really hard to sidestep in one direction, and it has the range. is is like um, that's sort of the main the main difference with with what you see nowadays. I mean, nowadays she still has like a lot of of strong stuff that she didn't have in that game, but like the the power difference between characters in Tekken six be in BR and Tekken seven is is very large mm. generally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was um, that was also like when she got sort of orbital, I guess orbital hand, uh, like up forward one. I think was the um, she got that in her... five point one. Did it? It launched in six though, didn't it? So it became. Yeah, a, I mean, yeah. So that was the one where it's like the actual. It's an actual like launcher, not a, not a weird ground hitting counter hit tool thing. Sorry, I said that um, wrong. Anyway, she got that in Tekken Four, but yeah, she got it as a launcher, yeah. normal hit launcher in Six. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, like I said, she's a she's like really recognizably similar. Um, the same is probably true of Tag. Hmm. And the main thing that really keeps her in again, she's just super similar in Tag. She's but she's just um... Tag Two. Sorry, yeah, Tag Two. Uh, she's just very because um... a lot of people rated her as like top. Three, I remember seeing Ni putting her like, like up there with like Mishimas and Lars's and Bobs and whatnot. I mean, like not as easy as well Lars or Bob anyway. But like I remember people used to really rate Nina in Tag Two, especially the Koreans. I think I mean I she think was she's rated pretty high in six too. Yeah, generally. I think I think she's very good. I think she's gen. Yeah, I think she's genuinely very good in both those games. I, mm. I think she's probably like at least top ten. Mm. Um, and in in tag two, yeah, she's just got a lot of uh, she's got a lot of synergy with a lot of characters. Mm. Yeah, because she can uh, a like she's got disgusting wall travel. She's got the only I mean the only thing she couldn't really do was I think ending she couldn't end combos very with anything stupid. Basically, you want to be able to end you want to be able to end combos with. Uh, either some kind of bullshit stance thing or a uh, an air grab. She didn't have that. But she had disgusting wall travel. Uh, she could convert off ta- low tags with like with like ivory cutter bound. Um, she had disgusting wall pillar conversions. But she had the just just frame down three four down four one of her silly four hits it's kick strings which is four three four three four three, four, three down neutral four three yeah it was yeah, actually pretty one. easy it wasn't wasn't much of a just frame but in when was it it's at some point i think it was an early tag two it was just four three four three hmm. 
it was mm-hmm. even easier. But yeah, that was really good four, as a tag assault. Four three ball. four three. Yeah, like it is now in Tekken Seven. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, she didn't have the best combo enders, but as you said, her wall carry really made up for that. So she could easily get people to the wall, and then whatever combo you do, like I don't know, with with Anna for example, a common tag partner, you could do forward three CJM down forward into quarter circle forward two one. Then Nina could finish with like one two forward one plus two. It was still very yeah. high damage. Like Lars and Lars and the uh, Leo worlds are like pretty popular, and they just have these. Yes, endless true. combos just never finished should just be like get nina to the wall and then then lars will will bound and then nina will do her really long tag assault combo and then lars will do yeah. like either his four hit string or his yeah. grab into shoulder and it just took a million years and did so much damage yes. um i think this was when was this when down back two uh, was introduced, I think, in Tag 2, and it actually had an alright hitbox in that game. Uh, she's had Down that... Back 2 a lot longer. Oh, she's, no, she's had... It was a homing move at this point. Yes. Great. Um, oh, no, was that Tekken 6? Sorry. I'm trying to, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember when uh, Down Back 2 became good. Um, it was still punishable in both of those. Oh, yeah. was it punishable? Yeah, it, was it, safe safe. Safe. it was definitely safe and good in Tag 2. Right. Tag 2 was okay. Um, uh, I think that was the one where it became... So yeah, it like became a bit of a... Um, like, can't sort of attack into space for Nina at this point, because like, do sort of, she could do stuff like, she'd just be at range and she'd be like, side step one, and then if you do short range things, she'll be out of... She can back sway out of it. If you, you know, she might like jump out at you with forward one or back two, like, so she could, she had this weird sort of mid range game where she can leap out at you with this stuff or just, you know, continue like, um, other, or just continue like whiffing size step ones and you're like, I want to let you yeah, yeah. Thing. You're completely you can, right. When, yeah. When I was, I wasn't playing back then, but I, I was watching. It's like, uh, like, Mainly only practice when I was watching Tag 2. She would do sidestep one sort of a, like a barrier for anyone that tries to go in, you know? And yeah. if, like, um, they try to get the frame advantage, you know, uh, that's the time when he could start pressing uh, some stuff from sidestep one. So, yeah. If your sidestep ones are clean, it's almost safe. Yeah, very, very, diffi- very difficult to get in on. And and yeah, so you're like, and if you try and set up stuff from the outside, yeah, she she could sort of, you can move out at you from the sidestep one shield a bit better than she could in the past because she had down back two and she had up forward one. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, interesting character to watch. Like yeah, I, I think very very good, um, but very very difficult. And I think guys like guys like only practice generally had like. Divergent tournament results because it had to be either very hot, you know, uh, very hot on on point on the day, or, or quite cold. Like sometimes he would do super well, and sometimes he would just get wrecked. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, both that and and tag two, like again, like I think a very very similar levels of character strength for very similar reasons. I mean, like I said, in general, kept, kept uh, very very stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm so I'm curious about like 
so like a, a friendly trio. Like I'm, I'm curious about seven point seven point oh because this is obviously like trash Tekken. What was what was yes, Nina this... like in that? Nina wasn't in seven point. There was no Nina. Oh, she wasn't was she? Of course, no. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm completely forgetting. Like it was her, Lee, and Miguel and stuff. That's right, right. right. She, she came back with the wedding dress. They came a lot right. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the PS4. Yeah, yeah. She came with the PS4. She was at the right. arcades in Japan oh. and Korea for quite a while before console. Mm. But yeah, most of the world didn't get her until console. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, and, and one of the things I I noticed when they brought all of these characters out, is I was just like, all the legacy characters who came out in 7.0, they, changed them, they powered them up and changed them quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Whenever they released legacy ones in uh, the legacy ones for like console release, I'd be like, "Oh, these are really similar to their Tag Two versions." Like, yeah. Uh, and I, I think lost that, a few things here. Gate- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gate capped, uh, like they got gate capped quite a lot in the early game. I was just like, "What, what, what are you expecting people to do with Lee and Miguel in this game when they first came out?" <laughs> like, but also like, just like, okay, Nina has. That's, I guess that race drive is good. <laughs> and it was just like, but I don't know what what she's supposed to be doing to compete. Mm. Um, like you're right. Yeah. I remember seven point Like Law had three plus four. Kazuya had four four four. They they made Jin's electric a, a natural launcher. Um, th- th- you know all the legacy characters mm-hmm. had this insane shit. And then yeah, when, when it came to consoles, like oh, well here's Miguel. <laughs> He's pretty much the same. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Nina did have a few changes when she came out in 7, though, of course. So there were a lot of strengths there. It's just she didn't work as well in the system of Tekken 7, I don't think. So, I mean, for example, she got her running blonde bomb, which mm-hmm. um, neutral on block. Was it neutral on block at start? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it was neutral, I think. Yeah. yeah. So considering everyone said approach was such a tough thing with her, it was a method of approaching, even if it's incredibly linear. Um, things like her Blom Bomb, it became minus 14 instead of minus 17. Mm. So at least not everyone could launch it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. What else did we have? Oh, down two became neutral on hit. Mm. Yeah, that, that was, that of course, was a weird one. a lot of damage loss. Mm. Yeah, because uh, that was the one where people were like, oh man, this is going to be super good now. And it just didn't feel like it. Like... Yeah, I guess that's the thing, is that you'd rather have... Because no one really pressed buttons after down two anyway, because they were mm-hmm. scared of follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, so it's the damage nerf. Okay, I, I wasn't actually aware they changed the damage a lot, but it does make, that does make a lot of sense. Quite dramatically, actually. So it does 13 damage now, when, like in six, I think I said it did like 19, mm-hmm. and it would have mm-hmm. done 20, 20-something in tag mm-hmm. two. So really big drop yeah for for a key poke for her that's yeah that's quite devastating yeah that builds up that builds up it's like you know if you do a few of them in a match that's like 30 points of damage right there just gone easily um i mean just just to kind of go over kind of nina in every game so like three in tag she was fairly middling four and five she was top um dark resurrection middling again and then six and tag two like again not top top but like definitely up there top 10 and then going to seven 
she's pretty similar to what she is in six, but she's just been power crept completely, and her wall carry doesn't mean anything anymore because everyone has amazing wall carry. So yeah, agree for whatever. Mm. Um, and the sidesteps, like you know, for a character who's kind of fundamentally based around her sidestep, that hurts her as well. So she was kind of power crept by a lot of the characters and the mechanic. The system changes didn't do her any favors. So she's now, even though she's the same, like really strong character as in Tag Two or Six, she just she's just been, you know, super, uh, surpassed yeah. by like most of the cast now. So now I guess in Seven Point or at least Season One, she's fairly middling, and not much has been done since Season One to to change that. At least for the amount of effort you need to put into her. Season one, um, yeah. Nina really, ha- um, Nina still had the advantage over for Wall Carry over all the other characters. Oh. Mm. Yes. Um, if you watch like season one tournaments and stuff, like it, uh, a lot of uh, combos doesn't reach the wall, but now it yeah. it almost always reaches the wall, you know. So yeah, Nina has the advantage, but when you know they buffed like. Uh, Josie, Dragon of Combos, and you know, when Julia came out, you know, like everybody's doing the same thing that yeah. like carrying wall to wall. So, yeah. Mm. yeah, everyone can go wall to wall in most situations that will happen in an actual match. And in that regard, Nina lost her identity, I suppose. Hmm. Yeah, Lee as well. Lee fell There's another, another thing from this Tekken 7 system that I wanted to bring up, I hope this is an alright time, is the okay. counter-hit trades. Right. Because that's really disadvantaged her too, I think. Mm. Yeah. What, why specifically? Well, uh, I'm trying to think of a really good example here, but there's not really any move except for forward three, where if you counter-hit trade, Nina will be in a favorable position. Right. So she's generally like approaching uh, yeah. with down forward one, and it's like... Before, if a magic four and a down forward one traded, it would be sort of like even. But now, like Nina gets destroyed. Yeah, like yeah, if I mean, you like, you can go, go, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, if if you do a jab with a magic four, you can get a blonde bomb a lot of the time, or you might still be able to get a rage out. But that's probably the best situation for a counter trade, except for forward three, and you've got to be careful throwing out forward three, of course. Hmm. Uh, things things like Ivory Cutter, which, you know, should still be a strong tool that we use as possible. The damage it does means that you don't even get extra damage on counter hit. Yeah. So if you trade with a jab, you do less damage than the opponent, and you might have a small bit of frame advantage, but it's really not favorable for her, really. Mm. Uh, just to add on the uh, uh, trade situation, um, like if you trade like an Ivory Cutter and a Steve Back one, you mm. know, you're, you're gonna get comboed. <laughs> unlike unlike when you like Steve back one versus Leroy back one plus two. If they trade, you know nothing happens. You know, hmm. um, it's but um, um, Nina always gets the bad end of the almost always hmm. gets the bad end of a trade like hmm. in seven. I think. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, just to sort of reiterate um i guess her her main strengths and weaknesses have stayed the same for for like over a decade now but in 
current version of Tekken 7, you know, Tekken 7 Season 3, Season 4 just around the corner. Uh, what are her main strengths and weaknesses? Like, uh, sorry, in Tekken 7? Yeah, like right now, like if I, if I were to go to the character select screen and pick Nina, like what, what are the reasons? Like what are her main strengths and what are her main weaknesses? Okay, uh, should I go ahead? Yeah, yeah go for it. Okay, um, so main uh, strengths of Nina is uh, her counter hit tools right now. Mm. She has so many counter hit tools um, compared to the rest of the cast. Mm. Like, um, um, like, for for example, uh, if you want, uh, like, there's a magic four and there's a forward two. Mm. Um, uh, forward two is like a longer magic four, but two frames lower. Mm. Uh, if you and you can confirm it, like counter hit forward two. Then if you see that it counter hit, just press one four. Then it's a combo. Right. Yeah. So how's so the whiff recovery like, on forward two? How's the whiff recovery on uh, forward pretty, two? Pretty, 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 pretty decent. Like okay. you just, it's just like you whiff the DF one. Okay. Yeah. Forward two is good. Uh, I really like that move. Plus mm. eight on hit two on its own. Uh, mm. And if you and sometimes if you see it whiff, you can just do one four. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. regardless <laughs> yeah yeah you know so there's a like um you know there's a mind game there, there's yeah. like that kind of mind games also yeah yeah um, and like uh, magic four ff3 down back two sidestep four wipe the floor they're all counter hit launchers mm. <laughs> so yeah there's there's a lot of counter hit launchers for nina mm. okay so counter yeah game. but a lot of those counter hits aren't like in her favor on a trade because i'm guessing the the nature of the stun afterwards they don't do like a crumple stun or something or she can't pick up from them like i'm guessing a lot of her pickups from these counter hits are quite finicky so on a trade that's not gonna work out mostly it's in her favor except for maybe um forward two okay everything i i think um because it's either crumple stun or they float Mm-hmm. And Dina can convert off of a of a trade float, mm-hmm. like for example, you trade the jab with a magic four, uh, like magic Nina's magic four trades with the jab with the opponent. Mm-hmm. You can still QCF one it. Mm-hmm. You can still you know convert it into a combo. Yeah, most can of the time. Can you consistently? I haven't had much luck most a lot of, of the time with that. Most of the time, for me, okay. it it depends on what hit hit you. Sorry. Of so, course, if mm, it knocked yeah. out, you can't. I'm a little confused then, because like you know, one of her strengths is her counter hit game. So why would uh, the counter hit trade not be in Nina's favor, like overall? I was a little bit confused. Oh, uh, it, uh, we're talking about the not not uh, with the, with the poking. Okay. When you trade with the pokes, uh, okay. you lose most of the time. Okay. Unless you use the counter hits. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. So, pokes, of course, like that's another one of her strengths. Like she is the like the original pokey pokey character. Um, pokes. I mean, sorry, guys, go for it. So, count hit game, pokes. Uh, I think it's spe- specifically like specifically like keep out. Yeah. Uh, with the like the sidestep one, sidestep one shield, and yeah, the because. Yeah, sidestep one, homing move, 
orbital and stuff. I think mm. a lot of, uh, and again, you got, you guys know more than I do, but it's it's like you can uh, set up a sort of you can set up an outside game in order to like, which is yeah, a sort of outside shield game, and then sort of once they're like, oh, actually, I don't want to attack into this, then she can move in, attack. It's just mm. the problem that's not quite as like. It's not quite as rewarding as other characters who have like simpler options. Uh, I uh, I just want to add ba back to two and QCF three are also good counter hit tools that are hit confirmable. Uh, yeah, back to two two. It's kind of strong right now. It's kind of strong right now because it's twelve frame homing, mm -hmm. uh, jail. Mm. So yeah, and very easy to hit confirm and it wall splats. Mm. So, yeah, not, like, for example, if you block a Kasumi DF1, uh, a lot of characters can't deal with, you know, if Kasumi DF1, then she sidesteps then fuzzies. A lot of characters can't deal with that. Mm. They have to risk. But Nina can just, you know, right. back to two without getting risk of, like, getting DF1 on block magic four of right. Kasumi, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's some of the advantages right now. Okay, good, good. So, um, sorry, sorry, friendly train, you wanted to add something? I've got some more. So, I mean, combo damage is still a strong thing of hers. I know it's high execution, but in the scheme of things, it is higher than average generally. Like, mm -hmm. you can get, if, if, you're, if you've got godlike execution in the right situation, you can get 76 damage off a downfall too. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got the execution to do butterfly loops, you can get 74 damage, and it's not, not too challenging. If you can well, for you, it's not too challenging. <laughs> I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, that also comes to a wall carry. Once again, even though most characters can get to the wall, she does still have above average wall carry. She's still one of the best characters for wall carry in the game. Yeah. It's just the situations don't arise as often. Yeah, where it's just um, you, can get, don't you can get that wall splat yeah. that anyone else couldn't. Don't forget about her evasive movement. So Hayashida step may not be as beneficial in this game, mm. but it is still effective in a lot of matchups. So mm. you can you can back sway your Hayashida out of a lot of situations that other characters yeah. have a lot of trouble with. Um, and then you also have things like her back one and her side step two, which do have added evasion and do have some unique situations you can use them. Okay. Okay. So um, evasive movement pokes, and I guess... On top of pokes, like pressure rushdown, like her ability to stay in your face with plus frames and kind of stick to you, like a sticky, aggressive um, kind of poking pressure. Keep out um, damage counter hits. I mean, you know, this, this kind of sounds like it covers all the bases. On paper, she sounds incredible, right? Yeah. She sounds like some kind of god character. So why is she decidedly mid-tier then? Can I start this time? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So, <laughs> so and her um, throw game's pretty good too, oh, as, as well, isn't it? She has her throw good... game is pretty good. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like her um, downfall two plus four gives a free forward forward three, which yeah. is amazing. Um, so a lot of it comes down to just inconsistencies. So I think a lot of the mm -hmm. Nina players would agree that if she didn't have the inconsistencies in her move set, then she'd be very strong, mm. and she still is very strong. Um. Her block punishment is below average. So while before she had an amazing 14-frame punisher in earlier games, now it's considered below average compared to a lot of the cast. 
her I mean her ten frame isn't that good. Her twelve frame's okay. Her thirteen frame is I mean you might as well use her twelve frame in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think she really has any threatening mids either. So despite um I mean despite like wipe the floor as a knockdown low, there's not too much incentive to duck against her, I don't think. Right. Uh, I mean in ge- yeah, in general I think there's um yeah, uh, like uh, characters either have powerful mids or powerful lows. This sort of doesn't really have either of those things. Like, mm. it's not it's not super scary to not super scary to duck against her. There's no like, you know, it's not like one of these complete at all application move like mid moves coming to kill you if you do it like a a Kazuya down back two or a mm. Heihachi forward and three, you know, one of these like super good all-purpose mid moves which is coming to, to fuck you up for ducking like, he's not that scary to stand block against either mm. like, um so so, is, is this sort of like yeah. an armor king yeah, situation? I mean, he's like big rewarding, some some big rewarding safe mids mm. uh, yeah, a bit like that um, but yeah, so she has some big rewarding safe mids. You know, she's got uh, orbital heal and sidestep both punches and so on. But you sort of have to be. This is sort of, you know you have to be relying on the fact that your opponent is simply guessing at that point, and that you know you have to set them up as sort of a rhythmic thing because they're so much slower than other things and so on. That it's very difficult to apply a mid like mm. against just like someone who's just pressing buttons and occasionally fuzzying and all that other kind of stuff. Mm. I don't think she's like I don't think she's strong in either like mix up either stage of a mix up really. Mm. Mm. I um, agree for like season one and um season one and two, mm. but I think for season three when they put out the sidestep four with the uh, with with uh from negative fifteen to minus fourteen, yeah. mm. I think that's um. Um, it really added a lot. Um, it was a very just... welcome buff. Yeah, 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 very welcome buff uh, for Nina. Uh, it's a launcher as well, so a counter hit launcher. Yeah. So, but I think um, you know when 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 people ask me um, how uh, like uh, what's the like mentality for um, playing Nina, uh, I start them with like. Um, Nina is like um, a Steve. Uh, he, he can play it like a thirdly Steve, like that. Like, like for for Steve, there's there are no threatening lows as well. You know, it takes unless a long time for Steve to, unless you get to the wall, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so I, I think Nina's the same way as Steve. There's mm. no really reason to duck like Steve mm. and Nina as well, mm. but unless you're at the wall, then the, you know mm. things get. Um, a lot more complicated, right? So yeah, yeah, because um, um, a lot of people really can't press versus Nina because of the lots of counter hit tools. But if they don't press, you just get them to the ball, you know. Yeah, like and Steve. I, and, and I guess one thing that Nina does have over Steve in open ground is that throw game, and Steve's throw game isn't 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 great. So if she needs to, make yeah, it's pass- okay. Uh, mm. It's okay at at a, up to a certain level. Yeah, but I feel at the wall, like she doesn't have. I mean, at the wall, what is really scary with Nina? Does she have a strong wall game? Because I never ever felt that in- intimidated 
banging her against the wall. Like, I never thought... Oh, like, yeah. It's, you want to start? See, I, I still... Okay, you start, you start. I No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I still don't see a huge reason to duck against her at the wall. Mm. Even with... Um, from season one to season two, they reduced the pushback on side step one on block. Mm. But you can still sort of just block and wait and yeah. then it will slowly be pushed back. They might throw out an evil mist and you can you can see that coming. Yeah. And just duck. But yeah. other than that, you can you can eat the lows, you can take the lows all day and I just think wait Brian can actually, eventually Brian get greedy. Can punish evil mist on reaction with full crouch down forward four. Cool. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's <laughs> quite Very common for players hard, to though. crouch yeah. in front while standing and get yeah. hit by the mist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason it's just it, like something about being in full crouch it doesn't give it doesn't like ask for activation frames on when you're doing it against evil mist so you can just like high crushing stuff passes straight through it totally consistently mm. uh, if you do it from full crouch yeah. very weird mm. yeah evil mist is like you know just um you know uh style move you know <laughs> that mm-hmm. really doesn't really fit in in any high level um competitive nina play i think Unless you're facing against uh, Steve and you have a hard read over like uh, back yeah, yeah. one or an electric, yeah, or, or an electric yeah. versus Devil Jin, but you know that's just style on people when you can just duck and you know launch. Yeah, I'm. I'm again, as as friendly Tree was saying, I, I feel like with Nina, at least when my back is to the wall against her, I, I just try to sidestep and work my way out. So my my back isn't against the wall, and and I'll happily take a few lows whilst I'm there. It's fine. I mean, but like comparing it to Steve, it's like, oh well, I have to guess between down back three and quarter circle forward one. That's just like straight up a guess, and it's it's really hard to get out of. Uh, 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 I think um, um, Nina is uh, Nina has a lot of control over the wall. It's very hard to get out. Yeah, yeah because like uh, you have the DF one plus two. Mm-hmm. Then if you're uh, if you're like just uh, and if you and if it gets you in the right time you get wall splat and the back two two and if like you, uh, the DF one plus two got blocked it's in perfect range of a down back two another tracking move that wall splats mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I and <laughs> and the sidestep once it's uh, really hard to get out but there's mm-hmm. no really big low threat yeah. until this season. The the season three when the sidestep four mm. uh, got buffed. Mm. So um, in terms of down forward one plus two, like uh, again, like my my Nina knowledge isn't the best, but this even for like moves which do ballerina stun spin on, like this one seems to be it's still uh, like it seems to be weirdly inconsistent, like. Which is one of the is is that still true in season three? Have they have they fixed it at all? I remember just like not wall stunning when it's supposed to a lot of times. This is an interesting topic. Um, yeah. I I don't really think it's ever been that inconsistent. Like the problem is people were doing the typical wall combos and typical setups, and then they do it and it wouldn't work. And if you go and lab it, it just it depends on the wake up option that the opponent uses. So, like, a get-up mid-kick will be well splat, but other things won't. It's just to do with the character's hurtboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you change your, if you change your wall hit, for example, if you use an up-forward-three instead of a blom-bomb, you're closer to the opponent, and you mm-hmm. do it, and it'll wall splat. 
Um, but the other thing I want to bring up with this is if you're near the wall, if you set it up right, it'll do the ballerina spin and it's plus 20. And some of you may see on seen on Twitter, it was shared the fact that you can actually get a guaranteed back one in the right situations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I posted that also. Yeah. Back. You mean as in like it, she sidesteps into their back or? Yeah. Yeah, that's Wait, right. Yes. I... Unblockable. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's incredibly cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Huh. I like that a lot. I had no idea. <laughs> I'd like to see that actually. If, if anyone has a clip in the chat, I'd love to like, like show it. Uh, in in my Twitter, they can. Uh, I I'll, I'll retweet it. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds super cool. Um. Um. But uh, <laughs> to add on the, uh, there are like two camps uh, of the because uh, down forward one plus two got changed back in I think season two. Is that correct? Three. Season two, it got a tailspin. Season three is when the pushback changed. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, so season three because um, um, back in season two before before the current version of this of the down forward one plus two, the ballerina went uh is uh leaves the opponent like farther mm. on hit than it is mm. today. So it it was flat more back then, mm. but mm. now it's like uh ballerina like but towards the towards yeah. Venus left mm. right now. So uh so it got nerfed when a lot of people think it got nerfed when it came to like ball splatting. But for me, uh at the other side of the camp, uh we think it got buffed. Because uh because um uh when you're doing it when you hit it on neutral, you get a free fifty fifty. Yeah. You didn't before it would whiff a lot of the You didn't time. before, yeah. You get a free 50 50. Hmm. Like, um, you can do a down back three or a down two, a low that can't get parried, low parried, because down two and down back three are 20 frames, hmm. and the DF1 plus two is plus 20. Hmm. So it's a force block situation. And the, the, mid op, the mid option, if you're fast enough, you can do a forward two, um, a forward two one. Um, yeah. you know, some people can Twitch confirm it, some don't. It's a highly debatable topic in the Nina community. If, if it's hit confirmable or not, yeah. But it's a nine yeah, frame it's... gap, so good luck. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So it's um um it depends on what your taste, you know. Mm. So I think down forward one plus two got buffed. Okay. I I, I mean, generally like the season two and the season three changes. I mean, you mentioned sidestep four as well. What were the, the more meaningful changes and, and did they really help Nina like, you know, in a meaningful way? Like were her, Go ahead. I, mean, I guess I want to say were her main, I don't want I say were her main weaknesses address. I mean, I don't like that. I, that sense idea of balancing. We're just like, you know, kind of plugging in the holes. I don't either. Weaknesses, but I don't either. I don't think they should target her main weaknesses, but they should make her like her archetype stronger, or the things she's yeah. good at should yes. excel. Yeah, yes, um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, all the changes that they've made, I think, not all, but a lot of the changes they've made, it has, it's improved her combo damage by mm. doing the high execution routes. Sure. It's helped improve her wall carry and her combo routes in general. Mm -hmm. It's, um, they've tried to make her more sticky, 
Mm. So just the added frames in different situations, the added homing. They've tried to make it so you can't just backdash away as easily or just step mm. out of these different situations. Right. So I think they're definitely trying to approach it. And just the issue really is the power creep in general. Yeah. So while they're trying better. to do it, everyone else is also yeah. going higher yeah. and higher. Um, they they gave her this, like, was it running 3-4 or running 4-3? Uh, was in running three four, yes. Running three four, and that that does that move still not work properly? Like yeah, does it doesn't work <laughs> properly? And they haven't. Yeah, it. so I I I, I agree with um, tree that they really don't have to buff her core moves to be like better because mm-hmm. uh uh if they buffed her core moves, it's uh base uh fundamental moves, then it would be like. Um, more of the same with the other characters. I agree with um, like uh, uh, moving her towards the archetype that they want. Mm-hmm. Like if they want her to have Volcary, then you know let running three four connect at the mm-hmm. end of the juggle. You know <laughs> if they want an archetype of a you know a Volcary character uh, like that. I don't understand why it doesn't though, because that seems to be its only intended purpose. It's very frame tight. It does work. So you could say they're trying to give us Nina players another high execution challenge. <laughs> so you can still do you it. you need more. <laughs> yeah, you need more. <laughs> you just have to drop a while standing one or have absolutely godlike execution. I bet the nerds um, will love this, they say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean... I, mean, I, I yeah. yeah. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Okay. I... I you don't really use it in my while standing one combos. If I'm doing while standing one, I'll probably do the dash up quarter circle forward one for wall carry instead. Right, more consistent because it's a lot easier. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's there's a point to combos where it's like, if I practice this enough, can it be reasonably consistent even in a tournament environment? And there are some combos where it's just like, nah, this is not worth the effort, even if it yeah. is a uh, bit more. <laughs> it has a bit more I used to compute that before, you know. What's the difference if I do the hard combo and this combo? Okay, so eight damage. So I have to do this like 85% of the time. I have to make it, you know, yeah. I, I, I compute that if, if it's worth it to do or what. So if I can't hit 85, you know, yeah. it's not worth doing, you know, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like mathematically, you can seriously just like do it. Like, if I land this X amount of times in a match, how much, like, what are the statistics on Difference. if I drop it once? Yeah, like, what do I lose? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, like, what are the other moves that are just like constantly seem to miss, that are really inconsistent? Like, you know, it seems like every week there's another clip about Nina, like, just, just, her, her limbs just <laughs> going through things. So, what are the ma- what are the main offenders here? Like, what which moves do you really wish would operate more consistently? There's that glitch where comeback two just misses if you're backdashing at the right. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Do you want to know why that is? So, um, you know the um, Tekken overlay that was created recently. I know one oh, of the people that developed it. Mm. Um, I was able to awesome. test that, and so. You know it's more consistent on Leo. And what happens, the down back two, the hitbox is at that perfect height where when the characters are backdashing, it go it hits between their elbows and their knees sometimes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um I guess like also um the the other one that I've I've seen and heard a lot is uh like Divine Cannon. 
like in, in general, like Nina has a weird thing where she has like a whole bunch of sort of not that quick mid range whiff punishes, uh, which none of them work yeah, yeah. that well on what they're supposed to do. Like she's got up forward two one divine cannon and back one plus four, and it's just I mean like again this is just from like looking at stuff. There do seem to be like significant points where people can just like miss a down forward two at a certain range, and none of Nina's multiple options will work on this. Like, yeah, uh, but yeah, I've seen down by I've seen Divine Cannon specifically missing in very weird situations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Divine Cannon uh, is one of the worst offenders if mm. it's in a low profile enough because the hitbox is you know a little high even though it's a mid. So right. yeah. And one of the also weird uh, 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 worst offenders is back one plus four. Reverse That's ivory. Powerful one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes for some weird reason, like the first hit, hit, the, the second whiffs, and vice, or vice versa. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So it can't reliably whiff punish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I have some thoughts about why this is. So it's. A lot of the time when you're with punishing, of course, the character's hurt boxes are in a different position because of the attack they've done. Right. And you connect with the first move, does a lovely four damage. And then, and then sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes the character re- returns to their original hurt box or their original position right. out of the move animation because there's not enough hit advantage on the first oh, move or there's too right. much time between. So then suddenly that comes back and they can either block it or it whiffs. So sometimes you can do a whiff punish and it connects and you're like, great, I've got it. You do four damage, then they block the second hit and you're minus 15. <laughs> you die. Yay. Oh, I haven't thought of it that way, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> because when you land the first hit of like, if they're they're in Mantis stance or whatever, and you land the first hit of back one plus four, after the first hit, they go to standing position, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And that's why the four, uh, that's why the second hit sometimes whiffs mm. because of the they go back to that static position mm. oh it's it's a real shame it's something they could easily fix because just increasing the hits done on the first move yeah or yeah. you know or something like that would have no impact on the game except for using that move as a punisher Make as a whiff punisher or, yeah. yes we'll just add like a just like i think they do this with some other moves they add invisible second hits onto things like Add like an invisible hit between the two, pulls them yeah, in towards the fine. towards the, <laughs> the the kick. Like I, I think that that's how they that's how they um they've changed they change pushback some of the time. They just hack in like invisible pushback moves. Yeah, I yeah. I just think it must be so frustrating to play like arguably one of our hardest characters in the game, both in terms of game plan and execution, but also at the same time arguably the most inconsistent character in the game so it's like yeah we want you to work really 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 hard with this character but yeah. occasionally she's just not gonna work properly yeah but... even with the bread and butter like consistent combos like for example you hit the magic four and you do the like qcf1 yeah. uh magic four qcf1 qcf1 um if you're an in uh the that the actual follow-up to that is qcf1 qcf1 forward 214 that's the easy one you know yeah. the bread and butter but um if you are an ina player and you know you uh you you do qcf1 qcf1 and you sort of check <laughs> if forward 
two one is gonna whiff or not. If not, just do another two and then FF three. You know, you, you, there's some. You know, why why make it that hard? You know, mm-hmm. when I'll... others magic four combos are like very easy. You know. I'll always opt after Magic 4 to do a dash down 4 1 because I find that consistent. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so some other people, you know, they go to. They have a different different taste, you know? It's a expression character, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, with, um, with, with like a lot of characters in, in, in Tekken, you can put them into like a quadrant of like uh, benefits off robbery interactions. Uh, doesn't get hurt by robbery interactions. <laughs> um, like, doesn't benefit off robbery interactions and doesn't, like, get hurt. Like, so you could be like, so if you want, like, a character who, like, character classic characters who, like, who will, who will rob people but never, but not get robbed. Like, the classic example is obviously Fak and Zafina. Mm. Like, these are characters where, like, stuff will happen and it will, it will generally, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say, like, stuff is random. Weird things will happen, and it will probably be to your benefit as a Fak and Safina player. It will be your move going through something where you didn't expect it to, and you will win out. Meanwhile, like your core moves will will connect. Like yeah, this yeah. means that these characters like load a lot of the inconsistency of Tekken onto their opponents, mm-hmm. which is why you know we saw a lot of uh, people from other uh, games like picking up Safina because you get to play a sort of much more consistent version of of, of the game than your opponents playing. Mm. You've got characters that um, don't really get robbed and don't get robbed that and don't rob people that much either. It's probably like Jack. Like, mm. his stuff is just pretty consistent. Um, it would be another example. Um, be like Jin. Jin doesn't mm. really get robbed very much. Like, it's just like you just do Jin stuff and it's mm. just Jin, Jin. Uh, like, character who gets robbed and robs people is obviously Raven. Like, <laughs> um,. Like oh like because you'll you'll see like Raven players will complain a lot about like Ford Ford three misses sometimes but then obviously they'll never be like oh yeah my my character's neutral stance should avoid jabs <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. that's good but yeah like Nina is like she's in the worst quadrant she's she gets robbed by weird interactions but she rarely like robs the other person like mm. um. Yeah. There's occasion. There's occasional stuff where it'll be like, oh, side step two, or maybe like back one will do something so totally wacky, but yeah. it's not really core move type type things. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. True. Uh, but do you want uh, some more? I, uh, uh, go go ahead. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, yeah, go. You're gonna list more bugs too. Okay. Um. So the next one I'm gonna go about is a quick one to discuss. Is her back two two. So look, it's an amazing move. It's very strong oh, yeah. as it is right now, but there's still a little inconsistency with it that I need to bring up. So prior to Tekken 7, back 2-2 two, two was plus 2 on block. Sorry, plus 2 on hit and plus 2 on counter hit. In Tekken oh, yeah, 7, back 2-2 two, two became plus 5 on hit and plus 2 on counter hit because for some reason they forgot to carry that over. Oops. Because <laughs> they're punishing you for being cowards. Not finishing it. <laughs> On counter hit, right? <laughs> Evidently, that's weird. I had no idea. That's cr- yeah, yeah. But to talk about uh, Nina's, um, because uh, I think the pa- for the past few minutes we've been talking about the uh, you know negatives. Mm. Uh, but uh, okay. 
for Nina's merit, I think um, she has a lot of moves that deal with certain situ a lot of situations that um, uh, that only sh uh, she and a lot and uh, basically almost all situations she can deal with. Mm. Like she ha she has so those esoteric like mm. moves that doesn't get used that much. You know, I I, I know three loves those kinds of texts, you know. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of um, um, things that Nina can deal with that other characters have to deal manually, and Nina can just you know take it out. Yeah. Out. Uh, yeah. Like for example, um, Yoshi's flash. Nina can just one plus four that without getting um, um, uh, get hit by the flash because mm. if you see the the data, it's like the hurt box remains here, but the hit box extends. Right. You know? So, you, and Extending you can box. use that versus Akuma down to, you can use that without getting fear of getting hit by Akuma down to or Leroy back one plus two if you space it at a certain range, mm. you know? And there's, there's really, really, really a lot of things that, um, um, like uh, the weird moves that Nina gets uh, usage out of mm -hmm. to get out of situations. Mm. Would you agree, Tree? Well, I mean, in in regards to it, kind of sounds like in a robbery situation, there are a lot of situations where people may think they have yeah a guaranteed mix-up or some kind of guaranteed pressure, and Nina will have a way out of it, won't she? Mm. Yes, yes, that's right. Like yeah. for example, I agree. um, um. You know, there's really a lot of small things like uh, we would spend the whole day if I uh, uh, enumerate them. Like, for example, Chloe's 1-2 uh, mix-up, Nina can just backsway everything. Jin's 1-2 mix-up, Nina can just backsway. Lily's 1-2 mix-up, just sway. Yeah. A, a lot of things. And if you block Lost Hammer, you can just sidestep sway for, oh, really? ev for everything. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of, there's really a lot of things that um, if you know, if you know it, would save you a lot of things like but that could have been defended manually. But it's all very intentional. It's not like, oh, well, you know, I, I just went under that, and now, now you're dead. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she can get away with a lot of, you know, uh, guaranteed fifty-fifty mix-ups or, or you know, or lots of lots of bad situations because she has a lot of weird properties also. She has a three-frame airborne move, you know? Three frames to activate. It. I love that move. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it can get out of a lot of situations. Mm. Yeah, for example, there are setups like uh, Akuma Guaranteed Raging Demon. You can get away with that. You know, a, a lot of situations as long as you know. So you just need to cram it all up. That's why Nina is so hard of a character. Because mm. you have to retain all that information and not just retain you know, do it, execute it yeah. at the right time, you know. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, like, it's not like, not like she has like a hammer and like a chainsaw or whatever. It's like all these little fine surgical tools that you need to know when to use. Swiss Army knife. Yeah. yeah, Swiss Army knife. That's, yeah. that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. She's not pick up and play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, season four is just around the corner and i and i'm sure like if we're gonna ask like 
for Nina, it's going to be consistency. Consistency. So, you know, that down forward two, back one plus four, uh, running yeah. three, four, uh, back two, two. Um, other than that, and I think that's a given, what would you like to see with Nina in season four? A low crushing up forward one. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. You know, that's so funny. You get floated by a, by a generic down four and you're doing an orbital. Oh, really? You I know? Like that's it's, so... the same, it's the same with a rage drive and a running blonde bomb. Yeah. Same. So while you're airborne, you can be floated by a low. But then there's yeah. also a few frames before it's active where you can be counter hit launched normally too. Uh, that's one Please. change I'd quite like. So that's not it's not a bug. It's not an inconsistency. It's just how the move is. Mm. Um, I'd quite like them to raise her hitbox while she's airborne. And I'd quite like them to maybe make the first active frame the first one that she's grounded again. So you can have a counter hit trade, but you can't be counter hit launched during that start. Right. You can still be jab floated. You can still There's still risk involved. You can still step it. But at least it's not that risky. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'd I'd yeah, like, there's, uh, there's like a whole bunch. Of... I, no, sorry, I was gonna say like there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff where like the so moves where like the airborne state and the tech jump state or low crush state. Yeah, they they just don't map up match up at all. Yeah. Like uh, mm-hmm. King's King's knuckle bomb is the classic example, which also has, as you said, standing count hit frames just before it lands. Uh, yes. But yeah, and you and like every time I see this kind of stuff, I'm just like. Why did you think this was a good? This looks stupid. Like, it looks dumb whenever someone gets floated out of this stuff with a, a down. Like, it just looks. I what never understand think? why it's. Yeah, why it, like why it makes any? Because I can understand why you would want airborne frames in certain points in certain moves and not. Um, like you know, you, you'd want to differentiate between air, airborne and low crush, right? You don't want like these stuff to suddenly be getting magical like low crush properties because he's in airborne state mm. uh, why stuff like knuckle bomb or nina's up forward one like just looks dumb every time it happens <laughs> it's heartbreaking when it happens yeah 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 <laughs> i lost um, a, I, I lost the tournament once because of that oh yeah that's a hard uh, because uh for rage drive versus versus ak um where, uh, i rage drive uh, it was final final round. I rage drive, then he down forward, and it hit me. It floated by rage drive. Down four. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, that's rough. That's um, rough. another big one, another big change I'd like to see is with her ivory cutter. So I've talked about her damage before. How the first hit is four damage, so it's four then twenty, twenty four damage. I don't mind if they keep the damage the same, just redistribute it so that mm. if you get a counter hit, you at least get one point of damage extra compared to normal hits. Right. Um, and I also mentioned before with weaknesses. Um, so I said she doesn't really have any threatening mids. Mm. Um, I'm wondering maybe if we could make it so Ivory Cutter on Crouch is similar to something like a Mishima Ford Four, where it's plus thirteen, or how she's Ford Four, plus thirteen for Nina. Would only give her a downfall one two, leaving her plus two. Can we not do it like a cooler move. You know, have like back one plus two do something, something cooler. I've lost all hope on back one plus two. 
the time I had a big body character and I was at a balcony break, it was Marduk. I did the downfall 3-2, back 1 plus 2 for the balcony break. And the first it connects, the second hit, he just goes flying away across the screen. <laughs> like, All right, no more hope with this move. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've got PTSD from from Ivory Cutter from past games. That was that was one of the weird, the other weird things. Like in Tag Two, her Ivory Cutter was like, yeah, that, that's one of that is one of the significant nerfs between her and Six mm. and her in this game. So Ivory Cutter does not track sidestep anymore in mm. really much in either direction used to be, in pretty much every game previously, it used to track sidestep left, I think, very consistently. I don't think it tracks sidestep at all much in this game, right? I'm like, I'm... A little bit, not right. Second bit, tracks yeah. a bit. Yeah. When tag two, with <laughs> tag two being what it was, I think it tracked if you buffered tag into it. Correct. So... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, th I think A-Mid. I, I, I like back 1 plus 2. I think it looks cool. I think they should do something with uh, 1 plus 2. Um, yeah, speaking of changes, uh, the running 3-4, it should connect, you know. Yeah, that's consistent. Namco, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bring back Nina as the queen of wall carry, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice if she had that as her I think thing. they could also... I think they could increase the damage on her while standing four, like they did with Bob. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that'd be nice. Because, uh, like, there's a lot of decent while standing, you know, eleven to twelve frame stuff, mm. and she's not really all that when it comes to while standing punishment. Mm. I don't know about like increasing, like maybe increase the range on her while standing two as well. That's mm. probably fine. Her while standing uh, two and down again, two pretty... horrible range. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with downfall 2 having horrible range. Downfall 2's... I'm, I'm done with downfall 2's, but... Um, while standing 2 is probably a bit, like... Remember when, like, Nobi was like... I can also while standing 2 has pretty bad range, Namco. And they're like... Got you, son. <laughs> Not up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think most of these suggestions are more in the in the field of quality of life and making this character work as she sh as as intended and plus plus a strong mid like a stronger mid whether it's back one plus two or or ivory cutter or whatever um okay so let's talk a bit I mean, uh, just to like to, 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 i don't like because i think she's it's the thing like she's not like like the, like the guy said i don't think she's a character that misses anything Mm. I mean, it's uh, to me, it's like a shame that we don't see more, you know, because she is a like she's a cool technical character, but like, but she is. I I don't think like transforming her significantly would be helpful. Like, yeah, you know, it's like the the whole Kazuya Hellsweep thing. It was just like, oh, this is ugly. I don't like this. Like this, you're taking away core parts of the character with to make him better. Mm. I don't want to see him. I want to see Kazuya being represented in tournaments as some kind of as some idiot character. I want to like he's he's almost a perfectly balanced character as he exists. It's just mm -hmm. that there are easy dumber characters above him. But like there isn't really much I would significantly say about like changing Kazuya. There's really much I would say about like considering if her like the way her move set is together. And Nina is a, is a very expressive and personality driven character. Like she. Mm -hmm. 
she is is super well balanced you wouldn't want her to be someone that idiots could pick up and do well with by giving her like crazy stuff that is yeah outside the yeah. realm of i agree um like i mean and yeah we didn't have to ban anyone are you Gonna, I, was, I know, I just... right? We we were saying before, if anyone suggested make, giving her a tracking down forward one, it's like off, <laughs> off, <laughs> bye. But no. I I don't want a game um, where every second move is down forward one. I realize it was very strong yeah. and well, very key to her gameplay in the past, but I don't think it needs to be that way again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, she uh-huh. really doesn't. She has a lot of tools anyway. You know, uh-huh. it's it's just the consistency. You know. Like you know, I if you're uh, Nina player and damn, I, I I set up that magic for for so long. Give me my reward, you know. <laughs> like mm. make make the juggle, make the combo consistent at least, you know. Damn, I set up that whiff. Make my back one plus four hit them, you know. You know, it, it's just like give me my reward. Mm. Yeah. I would I, I would take out? I would honestly take out some of the knowledge checks for Nina, which they have sort of done. In the past, they've taken out some. You know, they've taken out some more. Some of her like, some of her strings and stuff. Um, I yeah. would change some of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, down three, four, three. Mm. Like this. I mean, it's not a good move, but mm. it's also really annoying. <laughs> it's also like really annoying for like for new players to deal with. It's really irritating, and then they'll be like, "Oh, do I step? Do I duck the second right. hit then? And then they'll the get right, hit by down three, two. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's the fact that those strings upside stepped well. in opposite directions. Yeah, yeah. You can, you, you females sign, can like the Williams ones. Ah, for, for I Nina. think it probably depends on your character because yeah. I play Brian. Brian has decided so I have yes. to. I have. Yeah, he has to size step right against Nina and left against Anna. Yes. Um. Yeah. But yeah, and like this is like this is a point that like this isn't this isn't fun for anyone. <laughs> um. I think. I think I think it's been it's been around since since the beginning. I think can open and can probably not be a natural combo anymore. I think <laughs> it's like, only the last two um, hits a natural combo, but I agree it doesn't need to be. Yeah, yeah I know you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just incentivizes people playing like idiots. I mean, mm. I think Anna can obviously keep it. Um, because you want to incentivize people. I, it's bad like for it. the. I love the subtext there. The Anna can keep levels. the idiot move. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I mean, I, I think like because the patch changes and the way they they seem to be like yeah approaching the character is that they want to make the character you know they want to emphasize the technical nature of the game. Mm. When they removed down three down four, I was like, oh yeah, that is quite a scrubby move. I'm, I'm, uh, like yeah, that's a fine thing to get rid of. And then it were like. Here's this other like incredibly alienating string which will destroy new people, and she's just like, ah, it's gonna <laughs> help that... with the perception of this character. But that move has its uses up until high level because, for example, yeah. um, the the bears can't step it; they have to power crush it. And you know, like Eddie, that doesn't have a sidestep; they have to. Or if you have a wall situation where they can't step right. You, mm. you can do that move for pressure. You know, there are little finer things that some of the more unpopular moves has usage. The, even the scrubby ones. <laughs> Down three four three is also her most consistent wall um, floor break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not. I don't think it should be removed. 
I think you just might want to change the like change the frames of the last hit. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> fine. It doesn't um, need to be a knowledge. It's, it's I agree. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's too, two. It's too dominating for, for new players. Like it's, it's uh, like uh, that's the thing. Is that yeah, some of her changes were like. I just felt like they specifically made them to annoy people. Yeah, like, like her down four three. Um, like while standing one, as well. while standing one one plus two went to being safe, and then while standing one, and then they added in while standing one four. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't good, but it's also just not. Like, I just don't like it. I just don't like this. Shit. I just don't like this stuff. I don't like people finishing. I don't like it when people finish while standing once one. One plus two on block. I just, you know, you don't you don't necessarily want to duck it as you would before because, um, it's because there's a mid option and so on. Um, like again, not good, but also someone who doesn't know the character is just going to be like, going to block yeah. while standing one one plus two, and then they're going to try and jab punish. And they're going to be like, well, it's safe. And they're going to be like, oh, do I have to duck the second hit then? And then they're going to be like, oh shit, there's a mid option. A mid option save and and they don't know that like there's a like million frame gap between the one and the four mm. but it, no, it's not it's not a good option but it is like it's gonna as you said it's gonna like knowledge check lower level ninas into using all this kind of stuff and then it's gonna make the people playing against them like pissed off because they, they don't know how to yeah. and it's um, it's not a good feeling if you're on the receiving end <laughs> yeah like, yeah. like I said, I think the characters, a lot of character, like as in her current state since, like since Tekken six DR, I think, like I hated her in five point oh, but I think she's a super cool character now. Like, and it is sort of a shame that like people get stuck on, that, like, get stuck on 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 that 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 sort of level of interaction with the character, both mm. from the like justice and against standpoint. Mm. Yeah, I, as as we said earlier, I think the same could be applied to a, a lot of different characters. I'd like to see knowledge checks kind of reduced across the board. I, I think, especially with the size of the roster, it's gone to a point where it's just sort of overwhelming, and it it it, it kind of misrepresents the character a lot. Um, you know, if especially you know, like lack of tutorial and all that. Like, like I, it's it's very rare to see a Nina, uh, especially online, played as you know the character can be played. I mean, I love seeing high-level Ninas, but it's just like, you know, it, it's it's slim pickings. <laughs> it's like there aren't many players out there, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, But yeah, I guess on that topic, who do you think are the top five Nina players in the world? This is tricky because a lot of players have moved on to different characters. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, do like, we include? Um, uh, yeah. Go. Like I, I can think of a lot of two. I'm not entirely sure on who my top five would be, but I mean, for example, only practice isn't very active these days, is he? He doesn't enter tournaments. He occasionally streams or occasionally mm. does an exhibition match or something. He was but like the he's Nina. he's the Nina player that if anyone thinks of Nina they think oh only practice yeah 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 so I'd have to I'd have to rate still put him in that top five mm. yeah 
And then we've mentioned Nongu him a couple of times. I mean, he is still somewhat active. He does stream and he does still play. Mm. But he's another one that isn't really in tournaments. We don't really see, you know, any tournament representation by him. Mm. Um, got so many others I can list. Um, obviously, we've got Maltz here. He's He's got tournament representation. Mm-hmm. So he competes and he's present and you, mean, you'd definitely be one of the higher ranked Ninas in the TWT scoreboard, wouldn't you? Yeah, if you're getting if you're getting uh, tournament finals against AK, then mm. blood. Yeah. Well, <laughs> legit as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's Victim of Ritual, but he's moved on to um, Zafina. Right. From what I understand, it's not, not because of shortcomings with Nina or anything. It's just that he likes the design. He likes the style of Zafina, and that's fine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> I know there's I know there's some Pakistani needers that are very good. I think there's um there's Mangani, I think. Yeah. Is, Usman Ghani, uh, yep. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I think I saw him like he I remember seeing him like beating a waste honey like pretty badly in a first of twenty at some point. Um Yeah, he's very strong. You've also got a motion shooter? Yeah, yeah, I think he was the other one I was going to mention. Are you finished? No. Uh, well, I, mean, I could go on all day trying to name people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay, so for my top five, uh, I think, um, uh, of course, only practice. Mm-hmm. Um, top five, uh, excluding, excluding myself. Uh, only practice. Um, Usman, Usman Ghani. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Dina player from Thailand, uh, Jui, Jui Storm. Jui? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I, I've faced him also. I faced a lot of Dinas when I travel also. Uh, mm. I fa- Mistrust and Jui, yeah. Uh, and, Mistrust, yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's very good. Sorry, that's, um, only practice, Usman, uh, Jui, then I'd say victim of ritual, but he's not playing Nina. So um, yeah, I think I think, Mist- I think say... uh, Mistrust plays. Uh, I think he plays Athena as well. Maybe yeah, he, he plays Athena. Yeah, yeah, maybe he really likes. Yeah, the so uh, that's well. why I did that include them. Mm. Um, so uh, mm, The motion motion shooter, motion shooter, the one, the Pakistani one, Nina. Mm-hmm. He was using Farkhamrim a fair bit recently, but I think he's yeah. definitely Nina. Yeah. And maybe no name. Oh. No name's good. Oh yeah, yeah. The Korean Nina. Yeah. So that's my top five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, guys, you want to add anything to that? Friendly tree, Phil. No, I mean like, I don't know many like Nina players, but yeah, I I, I know all those those guys. Uh, some of them I think are probably more. I mean, this is the thing. The more active I think in in tag two than they were in in, in this yeah, or in right. earlier games than mm. they were in this one, which is kind of sad, really. Because when I go travel, uh, I I actively really look for Nina players. <laughs> Like uh, when I, I I competed in Evo Japan, you know, like 
I got like 40th. Then the next Nino was like 300 or something. <laughs> so I like um I because I, I really search them because I want to uh, connect with a lot of Nina players. So because um, Nina is very expressive, so a lot of players really have their own uh, mindset and style, and so I, I want to to you know to learn from from them. But right now they're really uh, it's really short of Nina players mm. uh, in the competitive scene right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be great to for for that to be given a real reason to play Nina without just you know doing another tracking hell sweep situation, like without just you know <laughs> dumbifying her basically. But um, yeah, I mean, consistency would be a great first step. Um, yeah, okay. we don't want her top tier; just consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So I guess, um, and I think we're going into the final stretch of questions. What are some uh, good and bad matchups for Nina? What really stands out? I mean, she's she's such an all well-rounded character overall that I, I doubt there's going to be anything in particular like this is a horrible matchup or this fantastic matchup. She doesn't seem like that type of character. But in your personal experience as Nina players, like who do you really just? sweat beads when you come up across and who do you think ah well you know I think I got this in the bag uh, bad or good matchups well, both 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 uh, both do you want to go first three or uh, I don't mind you can if you want okay uh, so I think Nina's um, bad matchup is uh, our possibly uh, geese mm-hmm. uh, because Nina can't really um, because in higher you know, in higher competitive level, um, Nina um, usually goes in via movement, not mm. not not buttons. You know, right? So and it's really hard to get um, get close to geese because of uh, there's down four and there's uh, you know a lot of other stuff. And if they whiff that, Nina can't reliably whiff punish. Mm. If you like bait them to do that and backdash. And he whiffs a down four. You can't reliably punish because of the inconsistencies we mm. mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And um, possibly Julia. Hmm. Um, because uh, Julia has a lot of um, priority with her moves. That's most a bad matchup. Most uh, struggle with Julia and Geese to a, to a lesser extent. I mean, they're just super strong, strong characters. Yeah, because um, you can't really bait uh, like Magic Force and other stuff. Mm. Um, Julia has so much priority that mm. your mag- Magic Force don't matter, <laughs> you know, and other stuff, you know. And uh, for for good, uh, let me mention for good matchups, I think um, uh, Warang is a good matchup versus yeah. Nina because if. Yep. There's a lot of stuff like she there's a lot of way away from that, a lot of his stuff. Not really backsway. Like if you like if you block uh, down three four, yeah. you just sweep it, and uh, most right, right. and almost always counter hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, if they like do one two flamingo, you just do Nina's down one two. Right. Yeah. Even if Warang does the 
the low crush she'll he, uh, he'll be caught by the second ah. two and he gets floated you know there's a lot and mm-hmm. if he's in right right flamingo stance you can just do back one and he can't do anything there's a lot of stuff if you know yeah you Hope know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah hard to get so started warang yeah uh, do you want to add on warang uh no uh no. three i'm oh, sorry um yeah, I'm glad you brought up Haran because he's one of the ones that I had as well. So I feel like ev- the evasive movement that Nina has works really in her favor for this. Um, mm. There's another fun little little example I'd like to bring up. So if you get hit, if you block a left flamingo forward three or a crouch dash three, um, previously you could do the beginning of her ten hit and you could confirm and beat any option he had because you could go into the low then it would even beat the power crush. But since they made it plus, is it plus five now? Since they made it plus, it's like, well, yeah, it's whatever it is that means you can't like it's, he, he jab will be jabbed by one frame. It's like yeah, yeah, I think yeah, three yeah. or four, yeah, yeah. So now you can't do that, but she still does have her backsway, which can beat every option except for the power crush. But you mm. have time to visually confirm the power crush, and a backsway back one will make the power crush whiff and give you a launch. Cool. Um, but just as well as that in general, like Mott said, with um, down three four. She's got a reliable punish there if you block it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in general, I think just her movement, and you can quite easily confirm a sidestep two against a lot of his pressure if you step it. She's got strong, just strong tools to deal with Warung, in my opinion. Mm. Okay. No, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, any other characters to add? So both agreed, like Nina kind of tramples Warung struggles with julian geese but i guess most characters do to some extent yeah. uh i'd say nina versus raven nina is very good yeah huh. agreed yeah Why? because um uh uh she just has a lot of options select versus raven mm. uh for example uh raven does down back two uh you, you know down uh the the one that uh the poke that makes his back turn. A lot of Raven players, even the high-level ones, abuse that. Uh, Nina can just down forward for it because it's oh, 12 yeah. frames. Oh, yeah. And, 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 um, and, and But the generic, the 12 frame can be power crushed. But for Nina, she can't be power crushed because the down four like, pushes him back. So the power crush would absorb the DF4. Then you can launch Raven. Yeah, you know that mm. lots of stuff mm. like that, and mm. you can just abuse Raven with down back two. Mm. He, he can't do he uh, Raven can't do anything, mm. and you can abuse also with um, down back three because Raven has a weak punish on that. A lot mm. of things, and option selects for Nina versus Raven. Interesting. I wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Raven's one. What about like the classic? About like the classic top tiers, do those uh, like the other, um, or at least so? Is is there anything like that pops up in in the like, just with like Fakram, Leroy, Steve, Paul, etc.? Uh, or those just uh, okay. Nakuma. Uh, you mentioned about for, for me, back uh, one plus four with uh, with um. You mentioned about uh, Akuma's down too. Yeah. Um, about the extending hitbox on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one plus just one plus four. Sorry, just one, one plus, plus four. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not the whiff punish. Yeah, yeah. Back, just one plus four. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can virtually versus Akuma. You can just do maintain this range, mm. then spam him with one plus four. He oh. can't do anything. Interesting. And also, if uh-huh. he like, he does a lot of power crush Akuma. You can do a forward one. Mm. Uh, e- even if he releases the power crush, you're crouching. Mm. Yeah. So stuff like slide that. Also seems and slide, like, you can you slide also hit with good slide. Akuma, yeah. So if mm. Akuma power crushes, yeah, you, you mix him up. Crush. You you mix him up with the forward one and slide. Yeah. So yeah, things like yeah. that. And if he if he jumps, if he jumps and you're doing slide, like because that's a lot of the like the risk with Akuma if you're like. Oh, I'm gonna go and hit him out of power crush with lows or throws, and he just raw jump, raw jumps, and instantly kills you. Like slide, just you know, you end up on the other side anyway. Switches so. the position, and um, also that forward yeah. one. Yeah. If power crush, then jump. It he it Akuma goes back to the ground. Um. So hmm. yeah. chat mentioned up four three is good against demon flip. Um. I mean, I guess so. Not I. Not, sorry. No. So go go go. I was going to say, uh, back one is a, this is another situation where back one comes in quite handy. Right. So if you do the back one, because it's got the auto sidestep left because of the timing and everything, it can actually beat any demon flip option. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not too slow. <laughs> uh, the reliable punish for. Um, I, I, as I said earlier, Nina has a lot of options. Uh, it can cover a lot of situations, right? So the. Like the sure. Um, versus. Debon flip the sure punish is back four. Nina's back four. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it, it reliably for some reason you know mm. it just hits everything because if you do a forward three, and Akuma does the one demon flip one. Yeah. Uh, the it, no no demon flip jab. Oh jab sorry not yeah yeah. It's a jab. Yeah demon flip jab. Uh, a forward three will get beat. So yeah, so ah regarding top tier, sorry, uh devil maybe devil Jin and Leroy Nina has a um a, a good um chance with them because of the tools, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Like um uh versus devil Jin, um down back you can spam down back two okay. if you're careful. Mm. Uh, god, uh, the the god fist uh, whiffs if you at a certain point that down back the first few frames you can get god fist dead. right but uh, the latter frames you know you get a counter hit versus uh, devil jin so and just the pressure uh, devil jin has really uh, when you get close to him he dis- he doesn't really have the tools to defend himself well with Nina speed. Okay. Okay. Mishimas in general are an interesting one for Nina. Because oh. I, I think they can be pretty tough, but then it's another case of Backsway and Hayashida can be very effective. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in so, P one. Yeah, if you're on P one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um but it is it's a case of if you're up close you can do a lot of strong things, but at distance you really just need to be patient and wait for your opportunity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. So sorry. Go. I was going to say there. I think there are pros and cons in both. Well, in the matchup in both way. Mm. Um. Probably a lot of the time, I think Nina still comes just short though. Mm. Especially with that Godfist with buff. That yeah. Probably hurt. That probably hurt that matchup quite a bit. Made it quite a bit harder to get in. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, as long as you know the matchup by you, you really uh, um you're really used to the matchup. Uh Nina can um you know manipulate that matchup towards her advantage as long as you have enough experience. Like you can spam down to versus Devil Jin because he can't afford for it. It's too low. You know, stuff like that. Um um if you if you really know the matchup and it's it's also uh, an advantage in tournaments uh, especially overseas because not a lot of people get to match against ninas in general especially good ninas so Indeed. you know that might be uh, uh but here in the philippines a lot of people know how to fight nina but um yeah in international it's quite a good uh, advantage to have also Okay. Um, is there any other character you want to add to those matchups? Like like interesting interactions? I've got a few. I've got okay. a few I can add. Mm. Um, so what about Eddie? So we talked before about down 343 and the struggles he has there. Mm. Um, Nina can also blow up most of his relax options. So as long as you know different ones that he does, it's either you get a full float with an up 43 or a down 41. Or if it's a case where you can't get a full float, you can do a reverse ivory cutter. And it will hit him on the ground and relax. If he presses any button, it will launch him. So you can really blow up Eddie with Nina, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Agree. And you can also do random down force. And sometimes Eddie floats. And you can yeah. just confirm with one. And also yep. there's an Eddie move like down back two. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, but sometimes uh, it's uh, you're afraid to punish it because they might do the extension. Nina can just reliably punish with while standing one plus two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Nina has a power crush that from, crouch, from crouching. Right. So you know, there's lots of little stuff, and there's mm. lots of this in many characters. So yeah, that seems to be a really running thing with this character. Like, there's this particular yeah, really, tool the... for this particular situation for this particular move. Um, yeah, as I said, Swiss Army Knife. Swiss Army Knife. Yeah. Does, yeah. Can't remember, does, does Nina still... Does Nina, like, get any kind of ivory gutter infinites on Kuma in this game? She generally and does. On console release she did, and they nerfed okay. it out. Huh. So it used to be after a floor break on well, on the only stage with floor breaks at the time. <laughs> you could just do it over and over, yes. Yeah, the beers are another good matchup in my opinion. I mean, just just alone by the damage you get on them for combos and such, mm. and just how unsafe they are in general. I mean, it's just it's just a case where Nina's a better character in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say most characters probably have the advantage against bears. It's... She <laughs> yeah. get any weird conversions that she wouldn't otherwise get on them, like anything that doesn't launch that does. Back three four mid screen. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, okay. so that fix does that fix the <laughs> whiff punishing issue on other characters a bit then? Uh, I mean, as in like, no. <laughs> I, mean, as, I mean, as in like, it's she can whiff punish Kuma much more effectively than she could say like back, most of the rest of the back, cast. Back three's range is too poor for that, unfortunately. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
And Dina uh-huh. also has a good Oki versus Kuma at the wall. I think um, because uh, after the her wall ender one two one two one one two one two one plus two, um, Kuma slides. Kuma slides and, and you character switch, and you have a good situation afterwards. You can do down four. If he doesn't uh, uh, move, you can float. Back turn down four, then down four one. You can float again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poor beers. <laughs> that was one of the things I was gonna um, I was gonna say about like um that was one of the changes that I don't know if Namco meant it. When they re- removed down three, down four and replaced it with the other stuff we've got now. Uh it like Nina had one of those in tag two, Nina had like a Ling type Infinite mm. um, on stuff because she would she could do sidestep left to get the back turned this kind of back turned wall splat like like Ling does and like Ling she could re splat them into it but she re splatted them with down three down four mm. so oh yeah yeah uh, yeah that's right um, that's uh wipe the floor down three down four yeah yeah um. But yeah, so she used to have she used to have like an infinite light ling did another reason why she was good in tag. Sorry, I just remembered it. Sorry, I, I, I won't interrupt with weird stuff anymore. <laughs> that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I guess um, next question is, what advice uh, would you give to beginner and intermediate Nina players looking to improve? So, I mean, I, I think one of the things is, I mean, I'm not a Nina player, but we, we've hinted at this a few times that it's very easy to go down a certain way of playing with Nina and, and see success <laughs> up to a certain point and then suddenly hit a brick wall and be like, this just is yeah. not working at all anymore. And you have to totally recontextualize or rethink the way you play the character. Okay. So I have... A few thoughts on this, on how to help a player. I mean, I try and do this a lot with my content. Mm. So, first thing I want to say is make sure you're having fun. So, if mm. you're not enjoying using the character, that's don't be using the character. There's no problem with swapping characters. I'm not going to say you must use Nina. Mm. Um, make sure you're enjoying the game. Do whatever you can to make sure you're having fun. Mm. When you're starting off, I'd say try playing very concise mm. and make sure that you understand the purpose of every move that you use. So slowly expand your move pool over time, but make sure you understand why you're using each move. If you're just throwing out a string because, hey, that string might work, that's when you get into those habits and those flow charting patterns that Nina's becoming known for. <laughs> mm. um, the next thing there is more just elaborating on that. Make sure you have a game plan in mind. So make sure you have intent behind your actions. Make sure everything you're doing, you're making sure... You know, you know what space you want to be at against this opponent, against this mm. character. You know what moves that will come in handy in these situations. Because as we've talked about before, there are a lot of very niche situations where Nina can excel at. Mm. Um, the last thing I'd say is watching footage. So I don't only mean watching top players, but that's a good place to start. But also reviewing your own footage and getting other people to review your footage too. Because that way you can see your shortcomings and you can figure out how to solidify your game plan and how to use more of the move pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great answer. Great answer. Um, Mots, 
what what do yeah, you think? Um I think um friendly tree said it said it all. Uh I just want to add on that that um um Nina has Nina is a Swiss Army knife. Mm. Nina has almost every tool for almost every situation. Um you just have to find it. Mm. And the uh, the more that you find it, the more um the better that you get at finding it, the faster you find it, the faster you can apply it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 like um okay, here's a situation. Uh give me a screwdriver, five, four, three, two, one. It's it's whoa, mm. whoa, 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 whoa. It, it, it's 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 like it's like that. So um and if if you get enough expertise on that, um then you get a really solid character that can deal with you know mo- a lot of situations that a lot of characters can can't deal with so mm. um the, and try your best to keep away from the cheese you know <laughs> it wins games but you know you don't learn anything afterwards so mm. um just as, as tree said uh find the intent and purpose on every um on every move that you do why why so just keep the asking why yeah yeah yeah. In terms of like people learning Nina, how would you, in terms of like the execution challenges and so on, is there any kind of stuff you would start with? Because I know like when oh, uh, yeah. I play, I play Brian, and you know everyone who plays Brian will immediately go in and just start trying to hit taunt Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you're just like, there's a lot of other like much things <laughs> which are going to be much more useful for you that you could learn right now. So yeah. Do you think like people should just go in there, start banging out butterfly loops or uh, sidestep one, or like what? What do you think? Like in terms of how should you like structure learning the technical aspect of the character? Look, if that's what you enjoy, then yeah, start with it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's not going to be too crucial to your gameplay, is it? It's going to stifle you if you're focusing on execution. Or have you seen that meme of the guy trying to go up the steps and it's like fundamentals and different oh, yeah, stages yeah, yeah. and then combos yeah. and high execution at the end? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's not going to benefit your gameplay is. at the end of the day, or it's not going to benefit until later on once you've understood all the basics better. So, in the Discord at the moment, we actually do have individual channels for while standing one and sidestep one because people have that's so a many really about it. popular topic for Very popular. New, newcomers. Newcomers, like how do you do uh, instant yeah. while standing one? Yeah, because yeah. they saw it and they, they, it looks cool. Basically, I'm sure they saw on a video yeah. someone was like, "Yeah, I want to do that." That's fine. If that's what you want to play Tekken for, go for it. Go for it. If, you just want to, if you're playing exactly. Tekken for the sole purpose of landing butterfly loops, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So we, we often tell people in the Discord, you know, we go, this is how you do it. This is how we practice it. But we recommend that you learn these things first. Or we recommend you you play some games and you figure out how to use the character before you focus on this. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can still get pretty good damage. You can still do good combos. You can still... Have good pressure without size step one, you know. So it's just about preference and enjoyment and what they want to get out of the game. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like, what do you want to get out of the game? That's the, that's that's the best way to put it. Like, I I generally don't recommend new players, for example, to play uh, Mishimas, even though they're like they're, they're you know they're the main characters. They're very attractive for a lot of new players um, because people tend to get absorbed with mastering wave dash and electrics yeah, yeah. and they get they get too focused on that and not enough on fundamentals but like 
if that's what brings you, if that's what sparks joy, then by all means, like if that's what you're in for, then play it. Like you know, I I generally feel like mediocre Mishimas are some of the easiest opponents you'll you'll ever face. <laughs> but if that's what you know, if you have fun winning that one out of ten times, because it's a struggle at first, and yeah, play them, play them. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one for the intermediate players. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina can be spoiling uh, a little bit. Um, easy to spoil you mm. um, uh, for being too pressy. Mm. Uh, but up to that just goes to a, up a certain level. If you get an opponent that has really good timing, um, you have to invest on movement to get in. Because, mm. um, you know, intermediate level, Nina's, you know, you just, okay, there's a distance like this, slide. There's a distance like this, running one plus two, you know. Um, so you... Um, and then when they hit that brick wall, you know, a lot of people fall off. Mm. So I think um, you should invest on getting proper movement to get in. Uh, it's hard, but, you know, it pays dividends in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's tempting because, you know, playing reactively, fundamentals-based, the, the Swiss army knife approach, it's a lot more mentally taxing than throwing a bunch of strings out you know, can open a down four and three and it's obviously much more. And that, that kind of stuff does, it's, it's legitimately hard to deal with even for good players, especially online. Um, so I, I can't understand, but yeah, I guess again, you know, it depends what your goals are. If you like, if you want to play Nina in tournaments and you want to be a competitive player, I guess there is that kind of, there's the small print when it comes with those strings. Like they, they will not, they will not work beyond a certain level against strong defensive players so yeah um is there anything to add about that i mean beginners and intermediates or players looking to get into tekken via nina like any other advice a lot of people another very common thing that's said is people say i was i was drawn to the character at first but then i heard she's too hard Mm. or i was told not to use her because she's too hard which I, I know you mentioned with the Mishimas as well, because people mm. fixate on these different mm. technical aspects. But um, it's with Nina, she doesn't need to be technical. She can be played in a very lame, sort of basic style. Mm. So I do I do encourage, if you like the character, choose mm. the character. Mm. That's not just for Nina, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, play the character you like. There's a number of reasons yeah. why people play a character. <laughs> Generally boils down to, like, do you think they look cool? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So I guess uh, last question. So in in future iterations of Tekken, Tekken 8, I mean, we talked a bit about Season 4, but like Tekken 8 beyond, in what direction would you like to see Nina develop in future iterations? Okay. Uh, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Uh, um, first of all, uh, not relating gameplay, I like Nina to age. <laughs> mm, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I would so, agree, but I, I might get I might get more death threats again. So I'm gonna be like, mm, I'm gonna nod. <laughs> but but I, I think that uh, that has a little chance of happening because of the Japanese standards of you know uh, getting uh, appeal of of appeal. They think that uh, you know. Mm. younger is more appealing 
But yeah, that's just my personal preference. Or not not maybe not age, but have marks on her that shows yeah. her She's experience as an assassin or yeah, like like Dragon of Asascar or whatever. Or 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 what or, or whatever. Just um she looks like a model, man. Mm. <laughs> so she doesn't look like an assassin. So mm. I think um yeah I I'd like her to be that way in Tekken 8 and maybe a ha- more hashed out storyline. Mm, because uh after Tekken 3 everything fell off. Uh I mean the story went I don't know how how it went. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be super I went cool. to Steve. <laughs> so, sorry, go on, go on, go on. I just said uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> no, friendly street, go for it, please. Oh, um, okay. So just focusing on the story aspect of it, I, I agree. I'd like to see her age. Um, I do want to point out two little things to remind people that in Tekken Tag 1, she did have gray hair in her default costume. Oh, yeah. mm. And that there was a Guinness World Record poll where she was voted the, the hottest female video game character or something. And I feel like that may have stifled her progression in a way because mm. she won that, and so they've tried to maintain that image of her. Um, one one interesting way they could approach it, which I think would be quite quite cool, would be if there was some kind of repercussion of the freezing. I was about to say that. So if there's yeah some kind yeah. of accelerated aging toward her true age, yeah, I, I think that would be an interesting way that they could tie it in with her story and make her age. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that, and pretty much like Mod said, I'd like to see some kind of closure for her story. There's so many things are left open-ended in the Tekken story, and it's a shame because people do play the game for the story, and they do find it interesting. Yeah, no, it, it's a massive draw. You can't ignore the appeal of the universe and the characters and the story. It all kind of ties in together. I mean, we can't just be like, mm, you know, 13 frames this and what that. Like, it, it, it all ties in together, it, um, and it's a massive part of the appeal. And yeah, I just think it, it, it would give Nina flavor. It would just give Nina flavor, and she would stand apart a bit if she had a gray hair here or there, like a battle mm. scar or something. It would give the character depth and texture. It would make her more interesting. Or um, the f- the story about her family, like no one knows what happened, you know, yeah. until now. Yeah, her father. Oh. It's a mystery. Oh yeah, what, what? they they tapped upon that in Tekken three, and then like. Nah. there's a whole you know there's a whole lot of story that can be had with that if they go that direction you know yeah there's there's uh there's so many wasted opportunities i feel that's not just nina i feel like a lot of the characters that that, there was something there but they just haven't really bothered to flesh them out in any meaningful way i guess that's one of the um trade-offs of having such a ridiculously large roster and that's again another reason i would like uh, the Tekken 8 Ross, or whatever future guys that Tekken takes for it to be a bit more skimmed down and, and uh, focused. And I guess that brings us to the last question. So, uh, I'm going to ask you, unbiased gentlemen, if you had to choose between Nina and Anna <laughs> in Tekken 8, who would you choose and why? Me? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. No, go for it, go for it. So, look, I've used Nina and Anna a lot, and personally, I'm a Nina main, mm. so I'd, I'd like my main character to be in the game. 
but from an unbiased approach, I can see that Anna is a more popular character in this game. Mm. She does have more finesse to her just her design in general, mm. and people are really enjoying her at the moment. Um, I'd prefer Nina to be in the game and them to work on her more and give her a bit more finesse in her style, mm. but... I can totally appreciate, I can understand why many people would choose Anna over Nina for the next decade. Mm. Uh, so that was Nina, a Nina, but I understand yeah. that people don't agree. Me and Nina all the way, man. <laughs> I don't even... <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of... there. Anna has a lot, of, a lot more fans than Nina, I think. But... What they did with their with Anna's gameplay, you know, um, the simplified 50-50 gameplay, um, I think it would benefit me uh, Tekken more if we had less of that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, here comes the haters. No, hey, no, I, I like <laughs> Anna is unquestionably simpler than than Nina. Like, it's it's it's, it's objective, you know. Yeah, uh, that that would be my my take as well. I don't really. Um... Like, I think they've. I don't think they're really very similar characters, to be honest. Like they're in a lot complete of opposites in a lot yeah, of ways. They, they, they share some. Yeah, they've pokes, but yeah. yeah. I mean, like we were sort of mentioning that, like Nina is really not like a very strong fifty-fifty character, and that's sort of what Anna is. Anna is mm. like Nina's pretty mm. weak on approach. And with Anna, like you just there's just like one move you do, maybe two if you're getting maybe two or three if you're getting super like into the character. If you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do forward three four three uh, to mix up with my quarter circle forward one, as long as I'm not fighting Leroy or Akuma. Um, and like, I mean, I think they're very different archetypes at this point. I mean, they're much more different than like the laws are. All mm. the laws are pretty much. All the laws are fairly similar. I'd say they're probably they're more they're more different than even the machines are. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, more different than the kings are. Like, I think I don't think there would be any like major. There's no like major like clone issues with having them both in the game at the same time. But yeah, I would definitely prioritize Nina over Brandon because uh, Nina is uh, like. I mean, I, I just think she's just like a complex, the more like complex and deeper character like she just brings more to the table and I think they should should yeah like like Mort said they should just focus on on just focus on that more and I think they should in general they should just like I feel like they should they should make it more explicit that she's that she's a character for nerds. Even if you took out the stuff like the down three four um three and whatever and can open and all that other kind of stuff. She still has a lot of, still has a lot of things which people would just be like, "Whoa!" Like you should, you should definitely like keep Evil Mist, as mm. that's you know that's going to offend people, but it looks cool. Mm. Um, like people will be upset by getting hit by it, and that's good. Um, and uh, she'd, she'd still have a lot of stuff, but yeah, they should just be more explicit with the kind of character that they want her. Because <coughs> yeah, I think they. have only did they like freeze her in the storyline, but they've sort of frozen her gameplay wise as well mm. with like yeah, big amount of big amount of like barrier stuff and then huge infinite like depth of incredibly cool stuff past it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, 
with all of that. I mean, <coughs> I I think I've gone on record saying I I prefer Anna, and what I like about Anna is that there's a real overlap. Boo, boo words. It's a real overlap between um like personality and gameplay. So she's quite like aggressive, risk taking, and that's that's a cool overlap. Then that's the way she plays in her gameplay. And I always like that when they do that with a character. Like you could arguably say about the same about. Kazuya and Heihachi, for example. But um, I do agree that Nina is the more interesting, um, deep character. And I would want Nina to stay over Anna, but with a few <coughs> conditions there. I mean, first of all, like I'd like to, to be more focused. Like, I, 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 I would like the developers to say, you know, as Diana put it, this is a nerdy character, like expressive, deep, and this is what she's about. And just r- remove like the chattel, like the stuff that that, that gets in the way, uh, that just misrepresents the character. Um, I think you necessarily have to remove it. I think it's just like can or just do make something it with it. Less. That's make, I mean, just like you know, down three. What is down three four three on block? Plus two. Plus two. Plus two. Two doesn't need to be that like yeah. that's not cool for new people to deal with mm. um <laughs> uh um the other major thing is her animations i i just feel like she's like i think dino brought this up earlier but she's like this the character like everything yeah. about nina is just slightly awkward it, it, you know she's just like open palm slap the character and this doesn't scream assassin to me you know, this doesn't go, go big. Yeah. Legacy, the legacy movement, the, yeah. the legacy animations. Yeah, that's it. Go go back to like yeah, Tekken three, maybe even Tekken one and two, and you'll see the exact same animations. You just think, yeah. why, why haven't they changed this in some regard? Yeah, and it's not just it's not like they can't do it because the newer characters like Leroy has a good animation. Can you can you see when Leroy backdashes? It's like He's doing, he's doing this. So it's mm. it's not it's it's like it's possible to not make it look janky by mm. doing by doing certain animation tricks, you know. So they they should uh, update that uh, for a lot of characters also, so they don't look janky when it's high level and two players backdash. It looks janky. Yeah, no, I agree. To an outsider, you're right. It just looks odd. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, when like, Leroy does it, it's beautiful, you know. Mm. They they updated his his like he's one of the few characters uh, who has an actual animation uh, assigned to his backdash, and it might yeah. seem like a superficial thing, but actually that has real ramifications, especially for new players, because you get a kind of visual reward for backdashing, yes. and backdashing is really mm. strong in this game. You know, you, you like a new player pl- picking up Tekken, like. They backdash. They think, "Oh, this is hideous. This isn't very important." You hold back. They they like stop fumbling around like a leper. Like, "Oh, movement's not important in this game." <laughs> so you know, I, I really think it's important for a game to kind of signpost what it's about through its animation, through its visual design. And I think Tekken's done a like massively failed at that. Um. So, but yeah, a bit of modernization. I mean, if that backdash animation for Leroy actually has me really hopeful. Um. But then they brought out Fakum Ram and he's hideous. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to see a Nina who has kind of 
there are some ramifications, some consequences from the cryogenic freezing. Her animations are redone to make her look like a professional assassin, like, you know, highly skilled, um, and just more focus in her design. But Because otherwise, I'd really do love the idea of the character, but I just feel like she hasn't been, do- been done justice in a lot of ways. And it's a real shame because she's sort of like, she's like the Chun-Li of Tekken. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, is there anything you guys want to add to that? Um, uh, I'd love just, Nina to have... Sorry, go. I'm just going to say, like, in terms of sort of a um, flight digression, but, like, in the next time we see Nina is going to be season four, presumably. Mm. I think if uh, one of the main changes is, like, increased health bar, do think this will hurt Nina? Yeah. Um, I think she is one of the characters who is going to struggle. Every character who has like basically non-sparking lows, I think, is probably the the, the class classification, like the, the most obvious like but dividing line here. I think is going to be slightly hurt by this. I think specifically this will, unless they they've been very cautious with how how they change her. I think this will probably be. A bit of an issue for Nina. Sorry, that was mm. yeah. yeah. Uh, I agree. Like, if it's just a health increase on its own, she's going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, we'll yeah. just have to wait and see what else comes with the patch, won't we? Yeah, yeah. It depends if the health increase is also paired with um, uh, increased scaling on the combos. Mm. So mm. It, it, we at this point we don't know, but I think Nina, as as. Uh, you know, logic says that um, Nina would be hurt, but I think um, um, Nina can still uh, uh, play with the increased health bar because she has enough of the plus frame lows, which is uh, lows not for damage, but lows to open opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so like side step four and down back, down back three being, you know, increased... Um, being buffed at uh, this season, so yeah, I think that would be more bar of not lows to to do damage, but lows to open up opportunities. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. But at this point, we don't know what season four has in store for us. Yeah, I think I think the reaction to like increased health bars was met with a lot of um, a lot of a lot of players like, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> that's just going to make combos even stronger in, in a kind of a roundabout way. Um, I would have preferred to just see more aggressive combo scaling as opposed to just increasing yes. the bars across the board. That would have yeah. made a lot more sense. I mean, but yeah, like, um, hopefully they're taking... I'm, I'm sure they're aware of that, that poking characters are going to struggle with increased health bars and they'll... I don't know, it's, it seems like a really big systemic change to make in, in like the fifth year of a game's lifespan, you know, it's it's really gonna put the balance on its head. I mean, I, I think a lot of characters are gonna struggle from that. Like, but what I do, but uh, what I do like with the um, um, the increased health bars is that on a competitive level, mm. better players would. Oh yeah, uh, More it would be better for better players. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Because you don't get like. A few pokes that random hop kick, then you lose around by uh by an whoever you know. 
uh, whoever that just yeah. knows just knows how to combo, you know. Yeah. So uh, it would be better for better players, less um, lucky lucky stuff happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like when, like when we when we played uh, arcade DR and we had the increased health, changed the tier list a bit. Like yeah. Julia was worse. Um, like machines were better. Blah blah blah. It was also like it was undeniably a better game. Like it yeah. was. Uh, I mean, I I found it more satisfying to play mm. with with just with more health, like yeah, because um yeah the the risk of like losing an entire round to a single com to a, like single or, or at least not a round but to make it so difficult to catch up because mm. you've had one combo and one wall conversion um yeah so I mean I, I think you know there's probably I mean we all know what's going to happen right they're going to be like. Um, gonna be like, uh, yeah, we've recognized poking characters, been really hurt in season four. So, Kazumi, <laughs> welcome to have all your old stuff back. <laughs> well, they're, they're giving Kazumi like a Kazuya's forward forward too. They're giving like a like a long range uh, whiff punish or like pushback punisher, which is something she lacked. So, um. Like and that's something I'm not really a big fan of because I, I I like the fact that she had that and it was it was a weakness of hers. So we'll have to see what they give to characters in in, in these new moves. Um, but like, but ca- characters with down forward ones were already running like good strong down forward ones were running Tekken Seven competitively, and you know characters who kind of their play style is about uh setting up a launch like Mishima's, they were kind of struggling on a competitive level. So th- I guess this is the way of making Tekken 7 less down forward one and more, you know, giving more layers yeah. to your game plan. I think it could be good. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, another, yeah, another, go, go. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, there's, there's, there's like, going to be unforeseen casualties to that. I think Nina is probably a classic example of someone mm. who's not in the current mm. you know because of the sidestep changes and all that kind of stuff um who and who they've historically kind of ignored with the, not ignored with the patches because most of the stuff they've given her has been it's been good and it's made sense and it hasn't been overboard um but, uh yeah i think she's she's at risk basically i'd say mm. for sure for sure um so yeah we'll have to have to wait and see season four is probably going to come out in november i mean that's they said fall and there's only one more month in autumn fall <laughs> um so yeah like within the next 30 days we're probably going to know um whether kind of nina struggles even more <laughs> in season four um guys um any anything you want to say before we wrap things up anything any shout outs or you know something along those lines how many people can I shout out to? Look, I'm just going to say um, thank you to everyone in the Australian and the New Zealand fighting game community. Thank you to the tournament organizers and um, Standing Fierce and Couch Warriors. I'd also like to shout out to the whole Nina community. So um, everyone in the Nina Discord, everyone I interact with on Twitter, YouTube, and Discord, and everywhere. Thanks, mm. guys. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'd like to shout out... Um... 
for me, I'd like to shout out uh, Bren Esports. Uh, that's my uh, team. Uh, and my teammates and uh, our managers there. And uh, I'd like to shout out the uh, everyone who's watching from the Philippine Tekken community. Uh, I think they're out there uh, watching. Um, yeah, uh, shout outs to every one of you. And also for to the Nina community in Discord. So yeah, um, I, I'll try to post more often. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time, and and thank you for coming, everyone. It's it's been a real pleasure, and um, it's been a lot of fun to talk about a character who's generally kind of <laughs> like like pushed to the side. <laughs> um, yeah, and Phil, as ever, cheers, man. Always great to have. I you. mean, it's been it's been great. Like it's been like this re- real like scientific like discussion with these guys, and and yeah, it was great to like talk to people who have uh like who are real old school players as well you know playing dr and even like competitive tag one with nina wow that's that's amazing um yeah <laughs> really enjoyed it no oh, been an absolute pleasure and guys uh chat thank you for tuning in that was wave dash 20 and i'll catch you next time cheers mm-hmm.